everybody. This is Nikki Hontero. Welcome to Super House Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to episode 40 of the Super House Podcast. This is Andrew coming in from Los Angeles. Go ahead, Stefan. Oh, shit. This is uh, Stefan from Denver. Joey? <laughs> episode 40. Holy shit. Yeah, Joey in Los Angeles as well. All right. Today, today guys, we have two special guests here. Uh, we all worked on a movie together called Cape and Cowl. It was a cosplay documentary. We have Abby Polakov. Polako. Polako. I keep saying it the uh, Russian way. And then... Uh, Nikki Hunter. Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm here in my Hello. Batgirl costume, but you really? can't see it. Oh, oh yeah, oh. totally. Uh, <laughs> and you're at like a kid's party right now as well? Uh, no, I'm at a, it's a community service day. Okay. Uh, so we have, a, it's at a boys and girls club, so we have like a bunch of uh, organized stations and arts and crafts and meditation and dance and t-shirt and theater it's it's like a huge huge organized day i'm giving and back to the community you know who puts on this whole uh, event? nice uh my leadership group i have been a part of a um uh leadership and emotional intelligence training organization and it's called mastery and transformational training and the group that i've been with they've put on a, um, a community service project before they graduate, so this is ours today. So I'm here. Sweet. Yeah. So we're all here. Like this is the first time we've kind of all been together since we made this movie together. Like this is like five years, four or five years ago at this point. It was four. Four years yeah. ago. Because it was a, it was 2012 that we started making it. Okay. Yeah. And then we finished in 2013, early yes, 2013. We okay. Did. Okay. Yeah. And. Um, Abby here was the main subject of the film. It was a cosplay documentary, essentially, and how it showed her making the costumes, but then it also went into like a kind of like a fan film segment with the uh, you know her customers, clients, whatever you call them, wearing the costumes and kind of living out a story. And uh, Nikki was actually Mira, and we actually have like this shot on the beach of her in the costume that is much lower quality than what Warner Brothers put out. But it's pretty similar. It's similar-ish to what J Zack Snyder posted like a month ago. What'd you think of that, Nikki? Dude, it, minus the armor, it was pretty awesome. Okay, I just have <laughs> to say that. The, the one that they just made, she had like the, she's the whole armor, uh, real metal sort of look to it. But the one that I had, it was uh, very true to the comic books. So it had that like bodysuit feel to it. There was a shiny, fishy fabric that um, Abby and I went shopping for. So Abby is just a a master in finding the right fabric for the fit, and it was a lot of fun putting it together. And then playing Mira um, for me was powerful because it was like right at the point where DC was renewing their Flashpoint era, and uh, so Mira had a little part to play in it. And it's just like I really loved her story. And, uh, the love between her and Aquaman was amazing. Oh. Ha has anybody come up to you and said, "Hey, you were you were that was awesome in Cape and Cowl" or anything like that, or is it kind of flown under the radar at this point? 
No, I think the most uh, it, it, public recognition I get is from whenever I was at the comic conventions. Oh, yeah? Um, if I cosplay at the conventions, yeah. Um, but, I mean, if it weren't for the movies, these things wouldn't have been made. So there's always a, yeah. a, a reason it all ties into each other. And uh, so I, I really hope that people do get a, the opportunity to go watch the, the Cape and Cow. Yes, I, I do too as well. So like four years later, Abby, what are your thoughts? Like we're four years after the fact, like feel free. Uh, well, I remember um, I originally I really wanted to take that whole thing several steps further, as you recall, and make another film that was not just about cosplay, but that would take on all of the history of human uh, history of humanity through costume and how costumes and clothing play a really important role in our lives and how they shape our society and things like that. And, um, and then I got a job as a teacher, so that didn't quite end up happening. But, um, you know, if I were, I, and I'm still costume designing too. And, and actually I, when I do go around places and tell people I'm a cosplay costume designer and I show them my card, they're like, oh, Cape and Cowl, I've heard of that. Really? Yeah. That's a great, that's yeah. good news. It is. It's actually, it's really, really touching and it's kind of surreal for me. I'm just like, what? No, you can't have heard of me. I mean, of course, technically you can because yeah. this film exists and it's yeah. gotten around quite a bit, but I'm just like, aw, shucks. Right. Like, this movie was on, it, it hasn't even broken 3,000 views on YouTube, and then it was on the internet for like two years before I finally checked the views on Vimeo, and I think that's the one you shared, Nikki, which, that's the one that got like 11,000 views, and I was like, oh, thank God it finally got, it got somewhere, because I thought, I thought for a long time it didn't get anywhere. I don't know, I just don't check Vimeo that much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a bunch of, like, different platforms these days. Or for movies and videos and pictures, there's always something new. So you just gotta hit all bases, right? Right, exactly. Hit the Instagram people, hit the Vimeo people. You know, they have a picture with the link or something. Uh, I have a very specific demographic that loves to see, you know, pretty girls dressing up. So it kind of <laughs> <Right>. works. <laughs> Who doesn't love to see pretty girls dressing up? Right, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Nikki, what are your like current projects right now? Are you are you working on any new films, or uh, is it just the leadership stuff? You're, I know you did had like a makeup thing, or what's going on recently? Yeah. Well, um, I've stepped out from uh, in front of the camera. I've worked behind the camera um, quite a bit for the last few years, I'm doing makeup. I do makeup and production. Um, I still have been throwing around a, a bunch of like different movies, ideas, and scripts. It's just finding the the one that I want to focus my time and energy and love into. Because um, and it's hard when you got so much, you know. I was like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. And like, no, we got to pick one okay. and make it happen. Anybody who has been in movie business or has their passion projects know what I'm talking about. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, so I still my leadership has been like key to my heart because I really feel like I'm doing good in the world and giving back to society and making this nation a great nation um, by connecting with the people and standing for us all to, to truly embrace love, joy, happiness, truth. Uh, so that's really rewarding stuff. I also teach ropes. So kind of bringing in my, 
my superhero expertise. I, I <laughs> teach I teach ropes where people harness up and then climb up tall trees and do obstacles high high in the air, like you know three story rock walls and walking across beams. And it's all about teamwork and taking risks and you know the jumping for what you want and not letting fear hold you back. So that also is, is rewarding. It's kind of like my leadership um, in an experiential atmosphere where you're actually like, you are actually climbing up to the top of a telephone pole and jumping for like oh. a ring, like a ring that's sitting, you know, 10 feet away from you, 12 feet away from you. And you get to, to jump into the middle of the air and go grab that ring. It's, it's really phenomenal work. I love it. Exactly. I wouldn't awesome. choose anything else. Yeah. Um, and as far as a, a geeky project, I am collaborating with a photographer, and we're creating a, um, a comic book. So I have a, a whole new storyline with girls, and what we're doing is he's got this very uh, unique photography method that he can take a photograph and make it look like a drawing. <gasps> And it's incredible, like the most phenomenal art that I've ever seen, super high end, super upscale. And so we have real life actors, actors and actresses. I have a, we're going to reenact and do pictures and telling a story and it's going to be in comic book form with like lettering and, um, and all the good stuff to it. You know, like the, the boxes are going to fit together on a page to tell the story in all comic book style. And uh, yeah, so it really is a graphic novel. <laughs> Sweet. That's yeah. so cool. It, yeah, I'm so excited. I've been working on this for the past two months. And so we're just nice. getting our rough draft of the storyline. And, and we've already got all of our all of our players. And Abby, I need to hit you up for some costume design. Oh, <laughs> twist my arm. Right? <laughs> I'm going to send you pictures. You're going to love yeah. it. No, come over. That would be great. I miss you. I miss your face. I need to hug you. Oh, so much! Yeah, I miss you. I miss you. It's been too long. <laughs> and Abby, what have we you been up to? Oh. Well. Yeah, it's been it's been years, but the love is there. <laughs> what have you been up to recently since the movie, uh, Abby? Oh well, so I've been teaching children. Uh, I've been an elementary um, school teacher. Okay. But on the nerdy end of things, I have been still making costumes, and I started taking my cosplay, like that I do for myself to a different level because I did um, a cosplay that also became an acrobatic routine. Okay. And I cool. had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it was Harley Quinn because she's the perfect character to be an acrobat. Definitely. I mean, you know, there's, there's <laughs> plenty of others that you can do and, and also, um, you know, who doesn't love Harley Quinn, but uh, it was it was different and it was something that took cosplay to a whole other level for me where it was like, not only am I dressing up and kind of being in character, but I'm also doing something that's physically really challenging. And I had to like get really, really, really into greater shape than I'd ever been in my life in order to do that. And it was so fun and so worth it. And I think I'm never going to stop. Nice. Cool. Yeah, it's good times. It's so awesome, guys. She looks so good wrapped up in ribbons. It's amazing. <laughs> You're the best. I follow her. No, I'm not kidding. Like she is phenomenal. Oh, so great. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Nikki, I remember whenever we did the interview of you for Cape and Cowl, we didn't put this in the movie, but 
you mentioned how much you were into X-23, and now they're putting X-23 into the Logan movie, and I'm pretty sure you saw this trailer, so I was just wondering what your thoughts of all this was. You know, I, I better tell the truth, I haven't seen it. Oh, I'm really? Little, oh. No, I'm scared when it comes to the uh, um, to taking some of my favorite characters out of the comic books and putting right. them into movies. I yeah. really, I get, I get super nervous yeah. because I'm wondering, I'm like, please be good, please be good. <laughs> and like, I got my fingers crossed, my, my, my butt's puckered, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, please don't ruin this for me. And, uh, and, and I've seen so many times where, you know, it, it's just a terrible movie, and there's terrible characters, and it's yeah. like, oh, this is not, nobody read the comics. Yeah. And then I see some, and it's like, okay, good try, it was alright. Um, I'll tell you what I'm really excited for is Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, for sure. It yeah. looks phenomenal, yeah, but it I looks don't, great. yeah, but I'm not sure how it's gonna be, so it's like, again, fingers crossed, like, don't mess this up. Yeah. <laughs> right. What has been both of you guys, what's been your favorite comic book movie this year? Just this year? Mm. Nikki, do you want to go first? Mm, comic book movie this year. Uh, no, but Marvel. You gotta just stick with the Marvel. Is, is uh -huh. Guardians of the Galaxy this year or is that last year? <laughs> that was uh, last year. Oh, okay. Damn it! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That, that was, was it. Good. That was good. I liked it. I know, I know. They're all they're all one big beautiful mess in my brain. Um, but that's not saying much. I have uh, I I have my friend James Gunn who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, so I was like super on board for his movie and to see him put a lot of our friends in the movie. That's and, awesome. Um, yeah, and it was funny to boot. It was amazing. It, it just like it, it really just tickled my fancy. So. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, I, I am torn between the new, the Captain America Civil War mm -hmm. and Doctor Strange, just because, um, I mean, what's not to love about Captain America Civil War? It's, it's got so much great stuff in it. Yeah. But Doctor Strange takes it to a whole different place. It's like, oh, now we're getting into metaphysical right. superhero right. abilities, not just punching each other in the face with awesomeness. And, <laughs> um, you know, and I really, really liked that. Plus, he's a... You know, he doesn't start off, his journey is different. He starts off as this total entitled jerk and then he becomes humbled and then he becomes empowered again. And that, I really, that spoke to me a lot. That was really great to see. Yeah, we all saw Dr. Strange, you know, and there's Maddie. Oh, hey. Hi. Another human. A full crew here. Nice. Packed yes. house. Yeah, packed house. The room's getting tight. Woo! It's okay, so, guys. I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best. Do you still go to cons, Nikki? I haven't been in a while. Uh, things have been going on in my life. Like I just recently got engaged, so I'm oh, raising shit. two. Ooh, yeah, I'm raising two little babies. They're four and six. Uh, from from my my awesome man who asked me to marry him on a pirate ship. Oh shit! That was right. freaking awesome. Congratulations! And, uh, thank you, thank you. Couldn't have been any better. And uh, so it's been—it's kept me from going to the cons, but I'm thinking that's going to change come July. Yay! It, so you're talking about San Diego, right? Of uh, course. Yes. Do you want to? Do you want to hint out to any of your fans uh, what you'll be dressed up as, or is it a secret for now? 
Well, that's that depends on what me and Abby come up with. Yeah, she has to okay. talk to me first. Oh, okay. All right. Exactly. All right. I, I, don't, I don't go to anyone else for my costumes. I just want to say this right here. I don't go to anyone else for Abby for, for my costumes. I am so honored. You are the best. How many times am I going to say that in this podcast? <laughs> I love you. I love you too. <laughs> and, uh, are there any like new movies or uh, TV shows or anything that you guys are looking forward to uh, in the end of this year or next year? I know what you just said Wonder Woman, but uh, how about you, Abby? Um, you know, honestly, I've been over the moon about all of Marvel's shows on Netflix. Oh yeah, for There's sure. So, yeah. Netflix yeah. gives an opportunity to take things in directions that a, a network show would never be allowed to go. Right. Jessica yeah. Jones. Jessica Jones. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> 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 but and also how awesome is Luke Cage? Luke Cage yes. is great. So good. And, so good. And I, my life. Oh, the best. <laughs> I'm just like waiting, you know, impatiently for the next installment of Jessica Jones, which I think is the next thing that we get, right? We get that before we get anything else. We get Iron we get Fist. Iron Fist, yeah. Oh, do we? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's in uh, March, I believe. Well, all right then. And then they're wow. def they're filming Defenders right now, which is all of them together. So there yeah, was a I shot. About that. There was a shot that leaked of uh, Misty from Luke Cage holding a gun up to Jessica Jones. Dang. So that happened, or oh, it's going to happen anyway. So that's going to be really, really awesome. Dun dun dun! <laughs> Did you guys have any questions, uh, Stefan, Maddie, uh, Joey? <laughs> looking, looking like no. <laughs> don't all jump at once. Well. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Trump and Hillary, shall we? <laughs> oh wow, yeah, we we was, were thinking about that. Yeah, we no! gonna ask. That was a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. a joke. I know it's such a happy podcast at the moment. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I know. Let's, let's just way. stay happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's do taxes, death, and religion. How about that? Oh, no. <laughs> let's oh, let's cosplay as them. We'll personify. That would be hilarious, <laughs> actually. Two That'd of be... my friends dressed up as death and taxes for Halloween. That's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> I know, right? I've never thought about that before. It was, it was the terrible. cutest. <laughs> it was the cutest how, do you, how do you dress up as taxes? Um, he was carrying around a bunch of W-2 forms, and he had a big dollar bill or dollar sign uh, necklace. And he had, and then, of course, just in case you missed it, he had a name tag that said, hello, my name is taxes. Oh, <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. Death oh, is, death is awesome. more fun. I don't. I, I guess maybe you could do with like manacles or something if you want to be taxes. You just need to do. You just need to do death in a two-piece suit in a briefcase. Yeah. Boom! Kill two birds at one stone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And be the what? life of the party. Yes. So what was the most difficult outfit that you've made, Abby? Oh, I'm still making it. Um, and well, Andrew oh probably my. remembers because we started filming. Uh, and interviewing the person I'm making it for, my my friend Tom. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That crazy Green Lantern costume that's made out of many, many, many pieces of leather. He's still like... I'm still... You're still doing it. I'm still doing it. It is not oh, Tom's wow. responsibility that <laughs> that this thing has not been completed. It's, it's all hand-sewn. Okay. And it's made... The leather is cut in striations to resemble, as nearly as possible, the Green Lantern costume from the movie. Okay. Because at first he came up to me and he's like, hey, could you make me a Green Lantern suit like the one from the movie? And I was like, Tom, 
you know that's not a thing that existed, right? That's, yeah. Like, that was not an actual costume. That was CGI. Yeah. You're asking a lot of me. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I know, but I want it all in leather. And it's, obviously, it's not going to be the same. It's just going to be similar. Yeah. So it's that. And then I've left windows between some of the leather slats for um, lighting with the EL wire so that it'll glow under, okay. the, under the Green Lantern symbol. And then it'll have, what? like... It'll have like veins of white glowy awesomeness streaking. I want to glow. From I will make you glow, girl. You already glow. I, I, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's really close to being done. All I have left is to make the gloves, and I got a few little details to figure out with the wiring. Um, but it's it's like it's like ninety five percent done at long last. And wow, um, I've seen yeah. pictures awesome. of it. I didn't know that was like taken from long ago. Uh, yeah. Whenever you're doing mask and mantle, that was the name of the project. Yeah, that was, and it's it's sleeping, but who knows? We might revive it. That's um, uh, still in the works in some way. Well, I haven't done anything about it in forever, and I don't know how we're gonna like work Tom in since it'll go from him having no costume, and there's like almost no footage of me working on it to finished costume. But there, Brad got some footage of me like laying out the leather and painting it green. Right. Um, I think that's all we've got for progress. There's some progress still photos that okay. I can... We'll figure it out. Yeah, so, like, Cape and Cal didn't, like, uh, stretch as far as what Abby's trying to do here with this movie she's calling Mask and Mantle. And uh, I think part of that is because Abby actually has an interest in uh, ancient Egypt and, like, ancient cultures in general, correct? So, like, these, this is kind of like a combination of these two things for you? Yeah, it is. Because I was interested, at the time I was getting my degree in history, and I was really fascinated by the ways that people have used costumes. And this goes a little bit to dark places, because it talks a little bit about how different civilizations have used costumes for social control. Um, and, and it's actually a little creepy. Like, the Incans had uniforms for every village in their empire. So they could keep track of everybody. And like, if you stepped, literally, if you set one foot out of line, they'd be like, no, nope, you're a purple guy. You go back over there. Right. And, oh, um, yeah. Okay. And they had, they mm. used, um, their military uniforms were designed in an optical illusion so that when you saw a contingent of these dudes running at you, you would have this crazy, weird experience with your eyes where it was just like, ah, sorcery, Holy what? No. Shit. Cool. Yeah. That's so awesome. I really wanted to talk about that. Wow. And then I, I like, I kind of lost steam because I found a scholar who specialized in that stuff and she wouldn't talk to me and i think oh, wow. she was well a lot of one of my professors explained that a lot of scholars get nervous when people when filmmakers approach them because they're like who are these guys are they going to try to get me to say that aliens are responsible for shit that they're not responsible <laughs> for? right 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 uh, right what right. are you doing here and i was yeah. like no this is all about costumes and like you tell me the information and i will weave it you know into this into the narrative of this film but i'm sure as heck not going to try to spin it or like create some weird conspiracy theory or something okay but she just was like nope <laughs> and i was like okay so uh, then i was like i gotta find another expert and then i was like ah i got to teach school oh okay yeah well that that happens i mean projects get put on hold sometimes yeah Nikki, so, like, we've heard, like, what Abby uh, would have done if she made, like, a Cape and Cowl Part 2. Is there anything that you would have done? Like, did you ever think about it? Like, any anything that you wanted to, like, add to Cape and Cowl? Or if there was a Cape and Cowl Part 2 or Mask and Mantle, like, what would you do for that? I'd have it be a blockbuster hit, and then we'd all get rich, and we can go live in Paris. <laughs> yes, that's what Paris. I would do. I would uh, make his plan. Why not? Uh, wherever, wherever. I just, I just picked a city. Because it's, we're at London. 
We'll go to London. <laughs> oh yeah, London is awesome. Okay, London would be great. London is super cool. <laughs> well, I figure since Canada is like gonna be filling yeah. up from all the Americans jumping ship, you know. <laughs> going to Canada and shit, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, don't go to Canada. Nope, no, no, it's cold that. there. Yeah, I know everybody's going to Canada, but there's like a every other country in the world, literally, that you could choose. I don't. I mean, most yeah, countries you... anyway. Ireland. I'm gonna open up their gates, so I think uh... I might go. To I want to go to Ireland. I'm running yeah. away to Bali. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Fiji. Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. I went off the coast of Norway uh, called by Kalimbard <laughs> that also has really lax visas. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Nice. I looked this shit Dig up. It. As soon as Trump was elected, I was like, where can I go? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. World travel all of a sudden became a thing. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, let's get out of here. Yeah, it makes sense, but like you know that Captain America is gonna like stay and fight. Uh, you know it well. He can yeah. do that. He's got superhuman strength. He's uh, gonna fight wait. Trump. Yeah, we need costumes. Not. Trump basically yeah, we yeah. skull, right? <laughs> you that mask, I wouldn't. The orange skull. Yeah, orange skull. That's orange what I was skull. thinking. Ah, orange skull. Yeah, it's got to be orange skull. I feel like you'd be giving him too much credit to be red skull. Red skull like thinks things through. He's smart. Yeah. To a degree. <laughs> Smarter than no, Trump. Don't get away from this. Talk about Don't get... Yeah. Oh, let's, um, let's do. I would. I would love to come back uh, and do a uh, Cape and Cowl too with you guys, and and be able to really get it out there, promote it, and make sure that it's seen. Maybe uh, get it in some indie film like showcases. Or yeah. do you, have you seen those those like lawns, like the movies on the lawns? Uh, yeah. I know you're talking about there. Yeah. They're in LA, like on the. Um... Yeah, the, uh, people love the it. Cemetery. cemetery here, and yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. blow up screen. Yeah, and they sometimes they'll do like indie night, indie film night, and so something like that. Just get to, get people watching it, enjoying it, and who knows what it could turn into. Make it a cosplay event. Everybody brings and wears their costume. That's true. Yeah, That'd be I. Amazing. I had a, a cosplay karaoke running for a while, and I keep cool. toying with the idea of bringing it back. Oh, yes. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was there one time. I the good it. old days. I knew. So many people are like, please do it again. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to dress up as Batman and sing Three Doors Down uh, Superman. Kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Be really sad whiskey drunk and sing it. It'd be so ironic <laughs> and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's Good so idea. much there's so much room for for fun um, theatrical situations with being a superhero and then totally. singing karaoke. There's so many ways ways you can take it. <laughs> Stefan, can I'll be dressed as Superman and just well eyes will make contact in the crowd and I'll just slowly move up towards the. <laughs> and then you'll uh, float on the stage. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, we'll sing it together. It'll be great. Yes, that's the Justice League. Then Super Stefan friend. will just say Martha, and then you'll Martha. be friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'll be super friends. Super friends. The best of friends in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know who else from Cape and Cowl we have back now? We have Molly. She moved oh, to the East yeah. Coast, but she's back. I, I think I've Molly! kind of noticed that. Molly! Yes! Oh my gosh. We have to all get together and be like a reunion. Yes, we do. Oh my god. Yes. You're killing me. Yeah. She and I used to do cosplay dinner dates together. It was awesome. Oh, you dressed up as like stormtroopers or something once? Yeah. Time? We, she and I, had, we had the best Valentine's Day, um, with all respect to my awesome boyfriend. Molly and I had the best Valentine's Day because she dressed up as Predator, 
Um, and I dressed up as a stormtrooper, and she picked me up, and like we went out for dinner and drinks for Valentine's Day, and everybody at the restaurant was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it was so. Yeah, they must great. Have that I was would because... totally do that with you. Yay. I would. Well, I would then... totally do that with you, and you guys can film it. It'll be yes. Awesome. Oh yes. Oh, we'll do it for my birthday next month. Oh hey. My, yeah. I'm, Good. Uh, oh, December nineteenth is my birthday, so All let's right. do it. Perfect. Awesome. I will be Huntress because that's what I have. And, yes. And you can be whoever you want to be. And, and I'll maybe. Mira. Yes. I'll pull out Mira again. Let's do it. And Molly can be Black Canary. Yeah, right. this is like total nostalgic moment right here. <laughs> it will be the best. It you can call it best. capes and cowls. Yes. <laughs> Just pluralize it. Capes and cowls. <laughs> and drinks. Capes and cowls and drinks. And cocktails. Now you got to stay with a C. Capes and cowls and cocktails. Yeah. There you go. That's Boom. good. Boom. Yeah. It's now copyrighted, guys. You heard it here. Copyrighted. <laughs> Copyright Nikki Hunter. Sub copyright Superhouse. How many costumes have you done together? Uh, Nikki and I? Have we only done yeah. the one, or did I make you? Oh, we sort of did a part of another one, and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we had a daredevil outfit that was yeah. in the works that we never completed. Yeah, I, I, I went off and did something else. Yeah, um, and then you had this uh, uh, like a Sailor Moon. Oh awesome yeah! Man. Oh yeah! yeah. Was, you were part of our Sailor Scout Justice League. That was awesome, but, yeah. but honorary because we didn't quite make it happen. Although both of those costumes in their incompleted state are still in my closet, so, you know. Boom, baby! See, this is... <laughs> anybody who does, does any sort of artistic nature knows that we have, like, a plethora of oh, yeah. almost complete items. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, my yeah. God. Nikki, are there any, like, um... You know, like, you were in the av that Avatar film, and I was wondering, do you have any, like, recommendations... For adult films that are in like the nerd world that have come out recently that uh like people should probably check out uh adult films this is really funny um they <laughs> i'm trying to phrase it the best way i can <laughs> you know what they've done um a lot actually they did star wars and that got uh -huh. a lot of a few years ago and that got a lot of um a lot of acclaim however you watch it, and they're a little off with like some of their character interactions because they had, like <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader and Princess Leia got it on, and that's supposed to be like oh, their nice. dad, and it's like they were, they, and people were like, "Dude, that's not okay." This is incest test. category. <laughs> but yeah. they're like, but but they're like, we didn't mention it. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, um, but everybody knows. Under all yeah. the exactly. under exactly. all the barely human anyway yeah. that's true he's basically just a giant sith dildo no. <laughs> essentially no, no. that's space balls honey that's space balls space balls <laughs> yes oh my god it's so pretty um, weird i guess uh, uh, what else did they do? They did Batman. There's like a Justice League one. I think that the Star Wars and the um, oh, they did Spider Man. A few, quite a few Spider Mans, and I played uh, Madame Web in one. I have a question. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I have a question. Sometimes in these the like uh, the parody, the porn parody, comic book movies and stuff like that, there's always certain characters that have like body paint on. Do you have any like? Like, what's it like interacting on set with somebody with, like, all that body paint? 
Well, I was an avatar. Right, okay, this yeah, eight, right. This eight avatar, so I was painted top to bottom completely blue. Is which it? was very, very funny because the guys were also painted completely blue except for one part of the body, which right. you can guess. So that was bright pink. <laughs> wow. it, was, it was very interesting. So let's just say all pink parts were very, very prominently bright just because against a dark blue background, it kind of sticks out. So figuratively and literally. Literally. <laughs> it seems like it'd be fairly uncomfortable as well, just well, the logistics of it. The paint that they use is this um, oil base, so the only way to get it off is an oil base. Okay. So, yeah, so you rub yourself down with baby oil to try and get it out, but it doesn't always come off, and it's just a mess. And when I got out of the bathtub, it looked like I, you know, massacred a family of smurfs. <laughs> 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 I'm glad I asked that question. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would like smoosh, smoosh everywhere. Yeah, no, it doesn't come off. That way you could do it, do it, and get sweaty, and it won't come off. You just have to take it off of the wheel. Is it? It's, it's a lot hotter. Process. It's a lot hotter when it's all on there like that. No, I can breathe. I can okay. breathe. Yeah, you yeah. gotta leave a yeah, leave a patch bare for for breathing. Cause haven't you seen um, Goldfinger? I actually like, have not. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a different. It was a different type talked. of paint, but they talked that about was, how like yeah. it could be dangerous. But yeah, no, I'm sure nobody uses paint like that anymore. That makes yeah. sense. No, and that was like. That was old, old lead-based paint, and it wasn't oh, meant for body. God. And so they had to, they had painted somebody, and he got like severely ill, and like he couldn't, oh. his skin couldn't breathe. Man. They couldn't get it off. Yeah, it was bad, 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 bad. They don't do that nowadays. They they actually use paint that's meant for bodies. Now do they it's spray? Breathable. <laughs> is it spray on, or do they paint it on, or is it just? Um, it's it's air gun. So they they yeah. have like an airbrush compressor and they just they spray you all over and it took like an, mm, two hours to get into my full hair and makeup because I also had prosthetics. I had a wig on which had all the dreads and then the prosthetics for my nose to kind of you know because they, they flattened it out like it, it, the avatar uh, has and the pointy ears. So I had the ears, the nose, the hair. Um, and it was fun because I got to play Sigourney Weaver's character, the doctor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I had, like, a part in the movie that was human, and then I had a part in the movie that was Avatar. Cool. That's, like, one of my favorites. And they have it in 3D, if that's still a thing these yeah. days. Oh, yeah. They oh. still make 3D movies? Oh, like, yeah. For, oh, yeah. For, yeah. For, yeah. for public Cameron's consumption? Trying, Cameron's yeah. trying to go glasses-free for the next, for the Avatar sequels to have a 3D, 3D without glasses. Well, that'd be amazing. Wow. Is, is, yeah. that the, is that the interactive version? Where he gets to interact with his own avatar? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, he's got an adapter for his PlayStation and an and a, a avatar flashlight. Oh, my God. Have you seen those things? Those things no, are scary. Have you? I, I'm wondering. <laughs> it, no, I'm not kidding. It, like, it, it moves according to what's on the yeah. television. It's literally oh, like, oh, yeah. it's yeah. a device it's that hilarious. you, 
utilized to do it, and it looks like what's on the television as it's happening and you, it's, yeah. it's very odd totally like, it's like a it's know, a vr unit right for for porn basically the future not a now. vr unit it's not vr well i guess you could use it with um like a whole headgear thing okay yeah, that yeah. VR now but yeah they, you, it, the one i was talking about that they had years ago is you watch it but there was a device that was hooked up to the television oh, that it yeah. sent signals to the device to move in accordance to yeah. the actors that were moving. Yeah, now they have uh, peripherals for both parties for like long distance uh, scenarios. Wow. Um, that would react to the person's actual the motion of their body and musculature and everything. Um, so you'd get that same t similar or, or simulated th feedback coming back to you from wherever your partner is way across the world like oh my god imagine like you know they're gonna have like four thousand person simultaneous gangbang events you know? <laughs> 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 like fucking... and, and you don't have to worry about condoms yeah no i <laughs> guess not we're we're entering a brave new frontier folks we're using some black mirror up. shit bro <laughs> yeah. hell yeah yeah, we're going to have I world think it's peace. Interesting. <laughs> world peace achieved, but lowered population. <laughs> yeah. No more population yeah. crisis anymore. It might be a might be a decent alternative to overpopulation. It can, it the can water wars are coming, man. We got to start oh, yeah. we got to start think about fuck collectively for the betterment of humanity. <laughs> the water wars? <laughs> oh, that's just, you know. The water yeah. war theory. The, the I like water problem. world. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a different I thing. I do too. It'll be quite the opposite. It'll be, It'll be like the opposite Mad of water world. But with less leather, probably. <laughs> no, Kevin Costner? <laughs> no, Kevin, Kevin Costner? <laughs> I, would follow, I would follow Kevin Costner into an apocalypse, to be fair. Right. <laughs> yet, yet, the yet to He's be done too. Postman <laughs> and water world. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah. I never saw Postman. Oh, God. I like Postman. Yeah, it's not. It's I not like them all. I like and the Dances with the Wolves. You know what? Waterworld is a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> it is fun. The only scene I remember from Waterworld, I've only seen in the theater, and that's just the scene where he uses his gills. Oh, and the and the scene where he's trying to, yeah. like, oh, I think we bury them. Like they remember how that they're supposed to bury people. Yeah. Other than that, nothing. I remember nothing from that movie. He has gills. Really, yeah. remember on his neck. Oh. Yeah. So this That's is why Nikki. Awesome. This is why Nikki years. likes him so much. Oh I love wait. The gills, man. Because love the gills. Aquaman. Nikki. It's basically Aquaman. Nikki has an Aquaman. Uh, I wouldn't say fetish. A crush. A crush you on can Aquaman. Say that. Yeah. Fetish. Okay. okay. Crush. <laughs> crush. Yeah. How are you about that, Jason Momoa? Yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah. How do you feel about him, Nikki? Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, he's not my first choice because you'd think that blonde hair mm -hmm. is yeah. is is Aquaman. But when they saw him, I was just like, "All right, I'm gonna take it from a neutral space and give it a shot and take a look and see what I, I think." And I just love him, anyways. Yeah. He is a right. phenomenal actor, and um, and just to, to put it into that space of, of seeing him as Aquaman, like I can eat it. There's that scene in uh, Jeff Johns' Justice League run in the New 52 one where uh, Aquaman puts <clears throat> his trident 
on uh, Batman's neck, and he has that line, I try to stay out of it, but you force my hand. I just need Momoa to say that. I need that exact scene on Batfleck. Like, I, I just all I need in this life. Yes, please. I'm probably most excited about Momoa Aquaman as well out of this. Well, him and Wonder Woman. They're probably my top yeah. most look forward to. Like, Flash is looking Please. all right, but I don't know. Like, I could go either directors. way. Oh. Yeah, they're losing the director and all that, so who knows how it's going to go, well, which, man. Wait, they're losing who? Zack Snyder? No, no, no. It was uh, Famu Yiwa was a director attached oh. to Flash. He did that movie Dope, oh. which is cool. Oh. He's a bla he was a black director and all that, and then he... Uh, they, he got canned, or he he didn't get canned. He he left because of creative differences. You know, they always say yeah. that. And then they yeah. added someone else, and that director left. So. Oh really? Oh shit! Yeah. It's a sinking ship at DC, man. It sucks. Which is lucky because Aquaman. So sad. I don't know. Yeah. They'll sinking, find their way. Never mind sinking ship ocean. No. I'm just. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Juan is attached yeah. to Aquaman. I think that's a good choice. I'm very excited to see what Mr. Juan will do with Aquaman. Yeah, we're looking at that one, Wonder Woman. And maybe Justice League being their only good movies, but that well, that could be enough. Snyder's still attached to Justice League, so hold the phone. Yeah, oh, I know, right? Oh God, I'm, I'm gonna hold out for Lyman's Justice League Dark because maybe, maybe just some off the wall characters. In a I hope good we get a. When, when I hope we get a scene. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you we get a scene that. with. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope we get a scene with Aquaman. So like with just like next to like swimming next to like a great white shark or something like that or just like just imagining you know James Wan's like a horror director and just imagining like the darkness of the ocean you know like the oh the trench how, so you know yeah how they're going to represent some of that because i mean i i was born in a landlocked state and i've been in the ocean plenty of times and each time it's just as terrifying so <laughs> so i don't See, know I don't... it'll be I don't really have that. Kevin Smith talked about that a lot too. Like he's like afraid of the ocean. I've yeah. never been really afraid. I know it's dangerous, but I just don't have that fear. Like I just don't like it when the water's that cold. <laughs> that's Ooh, that's it. Uh, yeah, I can't. Is that a Seinfeld moment? That's no, basically it's a Seinfeld moment. That's right? basically what that is. Yeah, yeah, it was cold, and then I left. Fuck some jellyfish. Yeah. Oh yeah, bioluminescent jellyfish or something swimming around. Jason, uh, David Mom or what's his name, Jason Momoa, swimming and shit. Just, Love it. I don't know, because he's an animal, you know. <laughs> like the way they portray him is like he's one of them. He's, he just happens to look like one of us. You had me at Jason Mom Momoa swimming. Yeah. Don't stop. Don't stop telling me. Like he's an animal. Rawr. I'm almost done. Keep going. Oh, oh, jeez. And then, and then, and then you got you know waves are pushing him by, and then he's got him. I don't know. God, keep doing it. It's perfect. Stefan's good at fan fiction. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, He's many, done uh, this before. Many wait a till solitary you hear his Ninja hour. Turtles uh, fan fiction. Oh yeah, Steph, Stefan, you should tell Nikki about your little fan pretty fiction much, for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> pretty much, I like oh, to yeah. dive into uh, the anatomical implications of adult situations with characters that are growing up with us, i.e., the Ninja Turtles. Wow. He likes I mean, turtle dick. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> They're just Nothing certain logistics. Turtle dick. One... He just wonders what turtle, yeah. a mutant turtle dick well, would look I like just... and how that would work. <laughs> I, just... I mean, I've been to Burning Man a couple of times. I, I have, I have You've seen you Turtle Dick? I mean? I've, I've sucked my fair share of turtle I've, I've dick. To, Stay away from the mushrooms, dick. man. <laughs> Wait, how I've, much is I've your seen, fair share? I've seen alien cops, hey, but I have yet to... I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a lot left to be explored. I don't know why it always gets to this topic. Maybe I should think before I speak. <laughs> you started this, Stefan. Uh -huh. I didn't well. bring this up. <laughs> But yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of room for uh, adult situations with some of our favorite characters. <laughs> you said April O'Neil would hatch turtle eggs. <laughs> I'm saying if, if we're in a, in a Cronenberg-esque way, absolutely. Like once you're once you're dealing with like mutagen and like the mutated animal human humanoid DNA of some kind, a human woman. I mean, since this is just fan fiction here, you know, it's like the possibilities are endless. <laughs> Indeed. <That's so> <laughs> you know, see, Nikki. I'd be, I'd be lying. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said that I haven't checked out certain fan fictions of Oh, uh, Family Guy, The Simpsons, of Buffy. Buffy's got some great fan I fiction. Love it. Yeah, I'm. I've actually. Like, I like the. I truly like the cartoon stuff, just because, given my background, I know all the players. <laughs> I know. I know the people on the other side of the. You know, when the camera turns off, so it's a little difficult for me to find something that I can enjoy. Yeah. So I turn. I turn to the cartoons. I uh, love it. Yeah, I find <laughs> it uh, to be exciting. I just feel like. I just feel like as a fan of these types of or these pieces of entertainment. You know, it's like we're just our we our perverted minds as they get older. You know, it's bound to you're bound to have a scene of turtle sex once or twice in your life, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, April O'Neil spends more time with anthropomorphic turtles than she does any other man, as far as I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe it's a fetish thing. This is what I want to know. Dude, they're just fun, lovable guys, man. <laughs> I, I want to know which turtle. Which turtle's your favorite? My favorite, the one I most relate to is, is Michelangelo. <laughs> I love how you're... Is, is was you that a like... loaded question? <laughs> was that a trick question? <laughs> no, no. I was okay, just curious yeah. if there were size differences. <laughs> oh. Well, I haven't really well, Michelangelo that. has the biggest fair? penis, of course. <laughs> well, of honest, course. I would, think, I would think Raphael probably has the biggest dick. No, it's probably the smallest. <laughs> no, he's, so, he's angry. He's That's so why he's so angry. He's so angry because yeah. oh, right. he's not you as big as the smallest. Oh my god, I never thought about that. Which is the one Maybe that's like, which is the one that's like cool and doesn't have to prove stuff because that is the one who yeah. you know. Leonardo, the, the master of the boast. <laughs> Leonardo, Donatello. He's that all sciencey and shit. He probably has yeah. more dicks. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I go for Donatello, and he's like the I'm nerd sorry about you it. never expect. Well, of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Michael want you to call me Ninja Master. Like, Michelangelo is like a big hippie, so he's a, you know. <laughs> That's right. He's like a surfer bro. Stefan, I love that it's a picture of you on your uh, Google Chats hangout of you as a small <laughs> child wearing a turtle shirt. You yeah. know you had this idea at that age. <laughs> yeah. <I had> that. <laughs> 
you have those yeah you have those instances where it's like oh gee shucks april sure is pretty and i'm like even at a young age i'm like now wait a minute <laughs> i'm like if this motherfucker has thinks she's pretty you know that goes at a certain point his the like his intentions are going to shift into uh you know what's the word his instincts are going to puberty like i don't know when ninja turtle puberty happens but it's all in your fan fiction i'm guessing with that mutagen it's it's got to be an ex- at an accelerated rate. I mean, they're teenagers. Hanging around with this hot They are teenagers. They yeah. hit it. It is happening right now. <laughs> They've hit it. It's in the process. It's happening. She's got <laughs> to break But how long do they... <laughs> sorry. How long do they stay teenagers, though? How long, right. is, how long is it until they become adult mutant ninja this, turtles? This and that I'm just saying. sounds... <laughs> and, then they, and then yeah. they put on green body paint, except for one part. <laughs> Which is pink. Splinter yeah. watches. Has there been a porn parody of turtles, or is there one? <laughs> there probably hey, is, man. I, I whoa, 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 whoa! Everyone, right now, to be... we need to make this happen. If it has not happened, Stefan <laughs> directing and writing. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you. I'm ready. Andrew, you're the I already, I already have the script. Nikki, Nikki is an executive producer on this one. Yes. I'm in. You got I'm the in. connections. Yeah. Would you play April in the costumes? I will make the costumes. <laughs> yes. Such as they are. <laughs> what would be the title of this film? Uh, uh, Ninja Turtle me. Dick Out of the Sewer? I don't know. I think you nailed it. Well, you have to. Yeah, you have to drop the teenage portion. You can't really do that. They could be eighteen, man. Eighteen. As you say, barely legal. Barely legal Ninja Turtles. (laughs) I I think that's actually a good title. Wow, that's amazing. Barely legal Ninja Turtles, uh, pulling out of the in the shadows. There you go. (laughs) Pulling out of the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> this Secret abuse. This is copyrighted, by the way, by Superhouse. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you fully can't take on this board. Idea. I'll take a pay cut. <laughs> take a pay cut, <laughs> Stefan. You'll pay to do this movie, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel will be called. I have the Secret ten dollars. Can I be in this movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a pretty good uh, platform to run on, I think. We're gonna break Kickstarter records here, dude. Yeah. Like yeah, dude. one hour, bro, funded. My God, man! It's happening. It's happening. Joey, <laughs> on those storyboards. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Abby, I want to see some sketches for turtle costumes, some Splinter costume, some Casey Jones. Throw it up on Kickstarter. Before we know it, we'll have all this. We're gonna get some real good Matrix angles. We're gonna yeah. do. We're gonna do some. We're gonna do some. We're gonna do some bullet time missionary. We'll hook it up with VR. There'll be a VR experience. It'll be yes. phenomenal. Dude, bullet time yeah. porn. I never April, thought of that. April gets uh, captured by the foot soldiers, so we have like a whole bondage like, foot scene in there. They're, yeah. they're, they're the dick it's, soldiers. The dick a, we, gotta have, we can have Karai in there as well? Oh my god, or the, it's endless. Or no, they are, they're the foot. They're like, they're like foot fetish. Karai. Karai. Yeah. Shredder's say. daughter. Yeah. Oh, Karai. I, th- I was thinking Krang for some reason. Krang, Krang would be fucked up, dude. dude. Yeah. Ah. The Foot Clan forces April O'Neil to step in a vat of peanut butter for like, two hours while they film it. 
Like you do. And they're all, they're all, they're, they're all foot fetishes, and they circle jerk. They don't touch her. The shredder, the shredder is going to be called the fapper. <laughs> wow, dude, you yes, you you really have thought Stephen this through. This <laughs> yeah, <laughs> masterful ninja dick skills. Steph is like, so so Nikki. After the recording, I want to get your uh, email to send you my script. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Apparently, Steph has just been sitting right. on this fucking amazing script and not told anyone about it. I'm going to FedEx tomorrow to print these pages. <laughs> Steph and start growing your porn stash because you're going to be a famous yeah. porn director from now on. Here's, here's my one stipulation: is I get to play Casey Jones. <laughs> Steph for oh, Pain yeah. 101. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was hilarious! That was awesome. <laughs> you guys are great. You this do is, this often? This is we do I it every week. Every week. Yeah. Nick, you can come on every, anytime you want. Any Abby as well. Yes, cool. please Thanks. do. Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you, you. You can do it from your phone as Nikki is doing <laughs> right now, and uh, it's pretty pretty easy to do. So, uh, any uh, any uh, final remarks on this? Uh, Cape and no. cow, everybody. Fuck yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming <laughs> Thank out. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just thanks yeah, to Nikki go, go. and Abby for coming on. Oh, awesome. yeah. Thank no you so problem. much. Go follow me on Twitter. Uh, yeah. There's at Nikki Hunter, N I C K I Hunter. And uh, just stay tuned for some more pics because Abby and I are getting it on. But did you work with her? No, yeah. I don't think he did. He's not oh, here, yeah, okay, I'm here. So I. Uh, <laughs> We sh she's Mira in our fucking movie, dude. She's the, <laughs> she's the one on the beach in uh, a Cape and Cowl. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Johnson, okay. I actually showed you that that you know the movie, and you literally said I've seen her from somewhere before. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's definitely around. Like she's one of those faces. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> time to time on Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> X hamster. I had to do my research before, you know, <laughs> see what was going on. What about trailers? There's a couple of things that popped up. Ghost in the Shell? Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that shit. The new oh, shit. movie. Andrew changing his tune. I remember what you said. <laughs> I remember what you said. Let's Dude, get it. It's good. It looks legit. Like, I thought there'd be a problem, like, going, like, translating that one, but it looks oh, good. Dude, that fucking weird hey. little lady gay shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks awesome. Now, is it going to be based off the? Is it like <clears throat> basically the movie version of the anime, or is it like something different? Well, they call her major in the. Uh... They're taking some bits from the with the two point as well. Uh, yeah. I gotta say, I've I've actually never seen uh, the anything else but the uh, but the original movie. Yeah, I haven't. Same. I haven't seen the uh, the the, the, TV the show. Was awesome. Everybody says that I need to check that out. But uh, yeah. yeah, as as well as I said before, like I wasn't like that first teaser just wasn't that good. But these trailers now, man, like they're looking really really good. You get to see the exteriors that I was kind of complaining about not seeing before, and they look great. She's doing that fighting in the water scene like before, and uh, you get to see what they call the shelling sequence. Like her getting yeah. a shell, so mm -hmm. that was that's great, man. Fucking great. I can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna be you know first day seeing that shit. I'm watching the trailer for the first time right now. It looks dope. Oh shit. Yeah. Look at Do you think the main bad guy? So much. 
is the one from the movie uh from the original anime do you think that's the main bad guy i would hope so man that's yeah. like i feel like it's the most iconic but i could be biased yeah i feel like it's probably gonna follow the first one pretty closely yeah. and probably tie in some elements from like the television show and like 2.0 and shit like that yeah i mean i haven't seen the movie probably since college all right. So I definitely need to like rewatch. Yeah, that we need to check soon. it out. Um, but uh, for me, it looked great. I thought it looked cool. I thought the teasers looked very interesting. I know Andrew did not, and I told him to hold out hope. I think we were justified. I also like she's she's not Scarlett Johansson's character is not called the actual character's name in the in the movie. She's just called Major. Really. And I think that's probably just because. I was reading something about how that like the robe like the person that's in her or is in the shell is like her like their interpretation of this American like looking android or whatever. So mm. it'll be interesting to see if it's like like maybe the consciousness of the person in the shell is a Japanese person but then it's just an Americanized like version. I don't know. Like it seems weird, but they're not calling Scarlett Johansson's character anyway in the trailer the like Japanese character's name. She's just called Major because in the trailer she goes, "This is Major. I'm going in," and she jumps off the thing to do that first scene or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and she calls herself Major again in it. So, it'll be interesting to see like how they do that, how they're tying all this together. So, I don't know. I'm in though. It looks like like Blade. It, like when I was watching, I was like, "God, mm. this looks like Blade Runner, dude." Yep. Yeah. So it's like a fucking cool ass Blade Runner. And then I was thinking. The guy who just, uh, the movie Arrival, which we'll talk about later, uh, he is doing Blade Runner 2 with like Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling and oh, wow. fucking everyone in Hollywood, apparently. Um, mm. So it'll be interesting to see like Ghost in the Shell versus like what Blade Runner 2 will look like because Blade Runner 2 has to like up the ante from this Ghost in the Shell movie. You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I thought it looked good. I'm excited. Um, you know, just to finally see some of, like, I don't know, like, this this Ghost in the Shell movie is going to reach an audience that would normally not watch the anime, which I think is pretty cool. Mm. Because I oh, also you, that, oh, sorry, that Depeche no. Mode song? Is oh, that dude, what it was? so fucking good. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there, I watched it twice, and I was like, is this Depeche Mode? Who the fuck is this? I gotta <laughs> Google this shit. Yeah. I only need one song. Only one know, song from I this. Heard, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what this song is. Yes, I do. <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus, please have that song in the shelling sequence. Thank you. I, I mean, think I think it could just be like her like having android farts for another two hours after that. I'd still give two thumbs up if they just get that one part right. <laughs> I hope they have some android farting. <laughs> and some turtle dick. Farting on cake. Part on cake. <laughs> you ever you ever see that porn? Yeah, anyway, I don't mean to sidestep. Yeah. No, uh, I have not. We should do a Super House watches uh, for the anime. Yeah, the movie. Oh, that'd, that'd be great. great. That'd be really good. We should cake do that. Porn. Oh wait, were we watching cake fart porn or? <laughs> or <laughs> I'm sorry. Or, okay. I'm sorry. I derailed <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> I like how the uh, oh my the god little geisha robots were you know when they spring into action and they're causing oh, ruckus up and wherever that is. And they're oh, like crawling so backward, creepy. that like oh. bipedal crab walk, so creepy, so cool. Moments like that, like where you know the inhumanness of 
droids and robots and stuff really shines through. I really like when they, when like you know the uncanny valley is broken and some kind of stark way just to like startle the senses. That was really cool. Do you what? think they'll they'll get as cerebral as that as that first anime, or as any of them? I guess. Uh, it looks like it's trying to, but you know maybe yeah. more action packed than. Yeah, I think if they focus on on action and just making like a solid simple movie. Then, then, uh, then see if what comes of that. Um, but I mean, but it's it's a big part of the movie. The a lot of the the themes and cerebral kind of. I, I definitely think it's probably going to hit uh, on it since uh, the one the villain does say that like when she's like when he's explaining what happened to her to Major. Yeah. I feel like it's going to get into that. Yeah. Mainly yeah. for you cool. the, the identity. The identity Very, like, crisis, yeah, will, I think, will be really cool. It was cool to see. Uh, I think what's his name, Tricky. Um, is that his name? Is uh, the artist? Tricky. Yeah, yeah, the, the the musician. He dated like Bjork for a while. He was in Fifth Element. Oh yeah, oh, yeah him. Yeah, he's in he's in the movie. I just saw his. Movie. Oh, is it cool? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got beat he's a the, weird beat, looking yeah. motherfucker. You got beat Takeshi. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking yes. of Fifth Element, Valerian. Yes. Yeah, that that was where I was going to go. Like after this yeah. one, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that looks really cool. Before we go from Ghost in the Shell, I just want to say that fucking <clears throat> nude bodysuit thing. Yes. Yeah, when I saw that, and I like this whole this whole like latest trailer, it does feel like man, these guys are fans. Like you know, you, yeah. when you get that, you get that feeling, yeah. right? Like yeah, these yeah, guys yeah. are fans making shit that they like, and I mean that's the best kind of praise you can give a movie, you know? Yeah. It looks really I mean, awesome, I think. ScarJo, I love her. Yeah, for me, and like, <laughs> what I remember of the movie, love it her. looks spot on. So. Yeah, even Bob, too. They got him looking good, too. Oh, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I love that fucking fight yeah. in the water scene. That shit yeah. Yes, so man. Oh, my God, dude. And that, uh, I wonder if they'll do that scene where it's like, she's just like, gets kind of deep and thinking where she like, goes underwater for a while and then she surfaces back up on the yeah. boat. Yeah. Like that that scene always stuck with me as well. One of the scenes that wasn't so uh, you know action packed. Oh, and the garbage truck driver scene too. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Like those guys also like that always like uh, was so uh, you know stuck with me. All right. Anyway, moving on yes. to Valerian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Ghost in the Shell does look good, Andrew. We are all excited. <laughs> are you happy, Maddie? Are you happy? Oh, I'm so happy I proved you wrong. Oh, my God. Me, like, I mean, it could have been total shit. Like, yeah. I was like, I just thought the, those those little teasers weren't, weren't enough for me to decide, but I thought they were very interesting the way they introduced. Um, the way they just were like, hey, here's some Ghost in the Shell stuff. Just some visuals for you. It's because I would, like, it's like, they're like little mini teasers almost. Well, now, I like, was thinking, was... out of those teasers, if I looked at the, the first ones, if I just judged from those, I was thinking it was going to be like the Total Co Total Recall remake, or the Robocop remake, where it's like, Dude, well, it was okay, yeah. but not great. Like, this new trailer's looking really great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I have a small part in my heart for the Robocop remake. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I enjoy it. I don't yeah. think it's great. It's, it will never overshadow the original. Right. But I think they did a lot of really cool things correctly in it, but they also fell short on other things. But anyway, moving on. I just, <laughs> I, like, I can't judge a movie on three little teasers, like if I'm going to hate it or love it. 
Right, right, right. You know what? For me, visually, as someone who's just like, for the visuals, I thought, this movie looks really fucking cool. Like, I haven't seen a movie like this. Like, I mentioned Blade Runner and, like, this futuristic, like, society. It's like, not, people really don't go big anymore. I was just rewatching Dread, which is a great fucking movie, and if you haven't seen Dread, you should. But everything's always kind of, like, based in a, like, reality that we can... We can kind of see. Ste- Stefan, is that you? You're moving some shit around or something? Sorry, I was feeding my dog. Apologies. Okay. Go go well, ahead, Maddie. But I like how futuristic everything looked in the trailer. I'm just saying that, like, I like that they're just going for it. Like, let's just push people into this fucking reality. Yeah. Let's not try to base it in anything people know. And oh, yeah, like, definitely. Let's fucking push them in it. And, I love those. Uh, I feel like we miss out on a lot of those. Like, a lot of films that could do that, but because of, like, budgetary reasons or whatever, they kind of refrain from doing such things, so. Feels feels lived in. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like a society, like, it just, that's why I go to the movies to see shit I haven't seen before, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's, I love those big holograms of, like, figures, like the praying monk and stuff, and big faces yeah. sticking yeah. out the side of a wall. Yeah, those are really cool. It creates such an interesting landscape, you know, it would be... I, I hope there's a lot of that, or, or a lot of world building, really, to get you like right in that time and place, or whatever that space that the movie takes place in, because it's so far it looks really rich with that kind of detail. Yeah. I'm and I hope you see ScarJo naked. <laughs> Just watch. Uh, um, God damn it! What's the name? Under the skin. Under the skin. Just watch She's that. not as naked in that movie as I was led to believe. <laughs> you just it's see her probably, butt once, or it's what? Pretty good. You just see kind of her so profile. She will be and, yeah, she, it's far yeah. away. The, the camera's yeah. far away. So but like... it's still, it's still <laughs> wonderful, still glorious. <laughs> That's a great movie. She is just the book is phenomenal. the best. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so Valerian, man, um, being like fifth, you know, Luc Besson and the Fifth Element director, dude, like Luc Besson. professional dude like this is obviously going to see it no way i'm going to miss it um i mean i like i like dane dehan and i like uh uh, cara del valenine what however (laughs) however you say your last name delvine delvine i think you got it (laughs) i think that's the one um i think those suits are cool the the best part of that trailer for me was that fucking platforming segment man it's like this is a fucking video game this is fucking sweet metroid movie luke basson (laughs) fuck yeah dude dude dude, Dude, totally oh my god dude yeah Yeah. Um, it was awesome there's a part of me that's a little like this is a little bit fifth element member berries which isn't so bad which is great because you know, he directed that fucking movie. So well, well, it's just it it, it is like uh, something else I read was like, or saw you know something. It's like Fifth Element on steroids or whatever. Like it definitely has that vibe to it for sure. Capitalizing on that fandom, which is a good smart move. But that's not um, a bad thing. It's like there. That's what I'm saying. Well, if you let me finish. Like, well, you took a pause, <laughs> so I stepped in. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? I know. Can I finish? Can I finish? I got a huge thing to say here. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I was See, saying faster, is I'm that. I was saying is that at first, you know, you get, I got those kind of vibes from it, but it does like, all the aliens is what really sold me, just like the creatures and the affects that they have and their mannerisms and shit is, is going to be cool. I really do miss the bombast of like Luke Basson style and up till this, I can't recall what other sci-fi style film he did. Um, 
Lucy is sort of sci-fi-ish. Right, yeah. I I haven't seen Lucy. I gotta see Lucy. Yeah. Sorry, ScarJo. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I'm definitely interested. But yeah, Valerian looks cool. It looks cool. It looks like it's tapping into the fandom, but it looks really good. It's based on a French comic, right? Yeah, which is really exciting, because those French motherfuckers make some of the wildest fucking comic books, man. It'll be exciting to see how crazy it gets. They said that like it's his favorite comic, and like Luc Besson's been trying to make this film for, for years. So, this is going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. I'm in. I watched it and I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, why, like, why not? Why wouldn't I go see this? Superhouse approved. Creatures, sci-fi, looks like fucking Fifth Element. Great, let's do this. Sign me up. When can I see it? When's the release date? Tell me now. <laughs> can I get early tickets? Is there an early show? Can I get a witness? <laughs> Something. Like, I'm going to see this shit. Let me give it a Superhouse seal of approval. <laughs> so. But it looks fun. It looks like a good, fun sci-fi movie. We don't get a lot of those that look like that. That's what's kind of exciting about Ghost in the Shell in this film coming out is some like like some cool sci-fi shit's coming, you know? It's not like based in a like fucking I love Arrival. That's a fucking great movie, but I'm ready for like the extreme sci-fi again, you know? Like getting lost yeah. in a new world. Or science fantasy. Yeah, sure, like whatever. I just like that's kind of why I like I like the the even though the, the title is bad the movie life i was like i need sci-fi horror again man i need it all <laughs> something give me, give me please i do like jake gyllenhaal i do too i just watched the first episode of that show national geographic's mars oh, how is it uh it's oh, pretty cool it. uh uh they do like a weird thing where it's like uh between like instead of like a commercial break i guess when you watch it like on hulu or whatever they kind of like in between, like what they filmed of the people actually going to Mars, they cool. talked to like Elon Musk and um, other like uh, Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian, about like what it would be like to go to Mars, how we would get there, and then like the SpaceX program and like what that's doing. So you get cool. a lot of informative stuff, and then you get to watch a film. And then as the show was ending, I was like, "What the? Who the fuck is this singing on this motherfucker? Is that fucking Nick Cave?" And it was. Nick Cave and fucking nice. Warren Ellis do the fucking soundtrack, and it's fucking dope as nice. shit. Um, so, it, it, from the first episode, I really enjoyed it. Actually, honestly, like, the film stuff, I was like, ah, oh, this is alright. I'd much rather just hear Nick Cave's soundtrack, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis' soundtrack, over just guys talking about going to Mars, more so than watching. But it was cool. Like, uh, I, I definitely recommend it if you're into, like, Science and ex- space exploration and jerking off and. <laughs> Nick Cave. I do it a lot. It's fun. it's fun and it's educational. Jerking off is a, is educational. Well, you learn about yourself. I didn't know I liked. I didn't know I liked that. I don't think I like this. Oh, I do like that. <laughs> Some blood rushed down then, boy. I can't lie about that. <laughs> Made my butthole quiver. Never tell anybody. Might go up after the one and only. Nick, Nicky Hunter might bring us over to, into John, the tens, baby. John, what do you think of the Valyrian Perverts trailer? Perverts unite. Huh? 
What did you think of the Valyrian trailer? Yeah, I just watched it. Uh, yeah, it looked good. <laughs> I, I I can't believe I didn't hear about that until just now. Um, yeah, it looks cool. It looks like Fifth Element kind of stuff going on. That girl, what's her name? Delvine. Andrew, this Delvine. is you. Oh, it's uh, Cara, Cara Delvine. She looks like, <laughs> is it just me or does she look like a very attractive cow? Like she kind of has like. <laughs> I didn't know I liked that. If she were an animal, she would be like a, a calf, but like a very cute calf. I could, I could see it. That's a lean cut of beef right there, boy. She's. <laughs> she is. She is small. I don't know why that always hits me when I see her, but. I... Johnson, this is why we need you on here. Who <laughs> else is gonna make that fucking connection except you? <laughs> I definitely wasn't seeing a calf. And it's her nose. Know. Something about her nose. Sex, sexy cow. Yeah. God. You and sexy like, cow, Kara. Walked up to her and said, "You know what? You're a very sexy cow." Well, like, <laughs> if you were a cow. Thanks? Question cow. mark. <laughs> yeah, right. Slap <laughs> in the face, maybe. Yeah. I didn't say you cow. You were a cow. You would be a cow that I would fuck. <laughs> That'd be weird. I, I would want to see that response. This is yeah, usually reserved for heavyset women, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, not in this case. No, like a slim, sexy cow. Bovine. Yeah. Slim, sexy <laughs> Bovine. <laughs> <laughs> a fine bovine. So she's muscular, too, so... Girl, if you were a cow, yeah. I would fuck you. Don't leave with that one. <laughs> don't don't they leave seem, with that one. They seem like they date, too, you know what I mean? That's a realistic kind of couple, like Dane Dehan and her. No, yeah. Dane Dehan and her. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's. I don't know. You can buy it. A, they they luck, just look like that luck, type. He's a lucky bruh. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, that's right. That's one Wait, lucky bruh right there. Is that a real thing, or is it just the movie? They just have that look on their face. <laughs> so they probably fuck. <laughs> they look like a nice couple. You know. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> oh, Andrew, did you see that Japanese Rogue One trailer? I did. Yeah. You know what? I I didn't like. I don't know if I didn't pay attention enough to the first one, but I was like, "What's the difference?" Like, other than the subtitles. Yeah, there's like one like split second of the Death Star firing, which is really cool. Oh, I have to like do a comparison or something, man. Like, I I totally like. I was like, I know they're different, but I just Just didn't. Few. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to, uh, yeah, do it again. But, uh, I mean, of course, that's looking great. Going to see that, you know, day oh, yeah. of. So, yeah. that fucking rocket launcher shot to an AT-AT, man, that's probably my favorite oh, shot, actually. Yeah. I, I I think that, like, people keep that's saying this. But it, yeah, but it uh, it <laughs> grounds the movie, you know? It's kind of grounding, yeah. in a way. It seems like warfare. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. The whole thing's legit. Looks like it's gonna blow uh, the hype for uh, episode Force eight. Awakens. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, it's looking fucking great, man. Yeah. If we have people talking in cockpits, that's fine with me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That robot is cool looking too, man. That's my favorite robot probably so far. Yeah. Out of uh, Star Wars, I mean, I, the cute ones are fine, but. <clears throat> this one just, you know, I like the badass one more. Yeah. And Kung Fu Jedi's. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I need in yeah. my life. 
Yeah. I just think Death Star. I, man, that's, that's like, to me, that's what Star Wars is. It's just Death, Death Star. Star. Death, <laughs> Death Star. It's all Death Building Star driven. Blown it up. Yeah. <laughs> they do need to get away from that eventually, man. I know, I, I, know, I know. That's like, we're, okay, we're done, dude. Like, let's get some other threat guys, going on. Yeah. Do you guys it's remember how the next Star good, Wars film. <laughs> you know how, do you guys remember how good the Star Wars rap was? Okay. Knock him out the Never. box, Luke. Knock him out. Knock him out the box, Luke. Knock him out. You never heard that? <laughs> no. Oh, it's so good. Stefan, did you ever see the... Uh, this is a total tangent, Stefan, but this you reminded me. Did you ever see the uh, Ninja Turtles musical play things from the 90s? Straight yes, to VHS? I went, I went to one of those. Oh, my oh, God. God. Are you, that's unbelievable. <laughs> it was How? the greatest night of my life. <laughs> I remember I got the of course I remember. Oh my I god, got, dude! I, I got that T-shirt. The, the T-shirt I'm wearing in my picture. That's where I got that T-shirt. Oh and, my uh, god! And I also got a mask and a fucking plastic katana at the time. Oh man! Wow. Like okay. Out of our shells or something. Yeah, yeah dude, that was it. I had the VHS of the. I remember, when like, I when, when I got pants. it, I asked my mom for this <laughs> in Walmart. I asked my mom for that, and she was like, you know, this isn't, like, a movie, right? This is a musical? And I was like, yeah, but it's Ninja Turtles. And then I got it, and I was, like, pretty disappointed. But still, there was there was that part of me that was like, but it still is Ninja Turtles. Wait, so, was, it, no, was it all Vanilla Ice? No. No, but it was. It's, it's a whole, it's some brilliant fucking genius's idea to turn Ninja Turtles into a musical and it succeeds with flying colors. Every song is noteworthy. No, maybe that's hyperbole, but it was fucking rad. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty cheesy. It was that nineties cheese, but Stefan, did yeah, you know that there's like a, there's at least two more of these, man. Really? Wow. Yeah. One's like one's I, a Christmas one and one's some other bullshit and they're like oh, they're kind of a travesty, but it's it's worth checking out. I remember the April O'Neil at my performance being black. Oh, really? <laughs> How was that, bro? <laughs> I was like, it was awesome. Blew my mind. She was a, she was a cho cho chocolate O'Neal. Chocolate O'Neal, <laughs> dude. <laughs> but I know, I, know, I know at least as of 2013, you can find the entirety of this performance on, or the VHS dub on YouTube. Of your exact one? No, of just the the actual that musical coming out of their shells. Oh yeah, man. I'm that, only watching uh, it. Yeah. I can see little Stefan. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> little Stefan was fucking headbanging. Wow, dude, you are you are an Ninja Turtle. You're senior Ninja Turtles correspondent, dude. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. This was, <laughs> my uh, my whole life has led up to this moment. Yes, yes. You get a medal. <laughs> I would just like to thank Master Splinter. <laughs> All of his training and paid off. For, and my mom for making me a man. For taking me to these. And my mom for encouraging my ninja interests. Indeed. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, mom. Thanks, man. Uh, so, yeah. What else do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about uh, post-election uh, shit? Or did we want to move on to something less depressing? Uh, uh, let's... <laughs> John, I need to know, Johnson, what do you think? Yeah, we got to hear from you Johnson. Don't live, oh, you don't live in the fucking country. You didn't even vote, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, I blame yeah, well... this all on you. Damn, nomads. Well, I knew not to get emotionally invested in this. Um, Good. Good. 
I mean, there was just no good choice. It's just, uh, I was maybe going to go for Johnson, but then I looked at, I don't know, he didn't really seem to Because he had your last name. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't, what can you say? I don't know. I mean, in a way, I'm not hugely surprised, though. Yeah. yeah. How are people in Latvia taking it, as far as you can tell? Oh, I mean, hey, we're a joke again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So, Johnson, what I need to ask you is. Yeah. Do you know any ladies in Latvia who need a man to marry right away? Dude, I'm I, sure. I, Dude, I, yeah. I am that man. <laughs> and then I will also impregnate this this lady so I can stay over there forever. <laughs> well, Maddie, 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 there's more women turns. over there than men. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? These Eastern countries, oh, they got. I'll... Yeah, this is surplus. I know yeah, where dude. my trip is. Fuck Portland and Seattle. Riga, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. When I get there, I'm gonna be there for a week, and our only goal is to get, get me you a lady. Crush, dude. Yeah. It's not gonna. I don't even it's not gonna be hard. Lady. I just yeah. want a lady. Just, oh, we can worry we, about sex and stuff after. We don't have condoms in America, so <laughs> I don't. I, I'm sorry. I just sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you guys don't poke holes in these? Yeah, yeah. You don't pull out? No, we don't ever. (laughs) Wait, so this is the first time you've ever had sex? Yes. (laughs) Man, that would really... I don't don't want to start a relationship like that. I'll build build on trust first. Sure, sure. Maybe. I don't know. I really want to get the fuck out of here. Dude, Maddie, seriously, I think here or Estonia or whatever, you could totally hook up. No problem. Damn. I'm coming to visit you, Johnson. You better yeah. be ready. a place to slay. You better hold hold to your promises. Do you say a place to slay? Sure. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Maddie's the king. This this has been a backdoor Johnson's journeys. <laughs> backdoor pilot. In. I'm gonna take Is me this a while really flight. The backdoor Johnson to you. <laughs> backdoor Johnson, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a weird Johnson adventure because I'm sure there are more backdoor Johnson. You're married Johnson. now. I know. I, you're you're going to be you're going to have to do all the work, man. Oh god. I'll be I'll be your wingman, but you you got to you got to seal the deal. All right. I Maddie's Euro sexcapades. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'll, I'll, I'll discuss them when I'll, I'll donate to that Patreon. It'll what be happened? huge. People going to be like, Maddie's "What happened to Superhouse? Oh, they all moved to fucking Latvia, man." <laughs> <laughs> of all places. Yeah. Sounds like a great time. Let's do that shit. Is there like a film uh, thing over there? Or illustration? No, not really. Just wanted to impregnate the country. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is there a record store I could work at, Johnson? Huh? Do they have record stores over there? No, but they have H&M, dude. You could... Oh, sweet. Fuck, I'm sold. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. That is done. He's gone. Get on it. Yeah, you Get can on it. guess later. <laughs> They'll be like, uh, do you know the language? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Is there a Rosetta like, Stone for you. said language? Uh, probably, yeah. Right. Latvian, man, that's got to be hard to find, like, Dude, things yeah, to learn for. It's, it's like its own, it's like ancient Indo-European shit. You, Maddie, just Johnson, go and whip you know your dick it? out. I mean, just the simple, please, thank you, yes, no. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all I need over there. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, dude, yeah. everybody speaks English. Yeah. Oh, like, sweet. I'm fucking sold. I'm sure H&M's yeah. going to be like, we don't expect you to know this dead fucking language. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> right, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> dude, there was a guy, when I went to Iceland, uh, there was a guy that had a kebab place. Sign mm. was completely in English. He was, like, from fucking, like, Israel or something. He oh, spoke. Here, he yeah. spoke no Icelandic. And, like, everybody just knew to speak English when they entered the store, and there was, like, no problem. Like, it was cool. just that kind of spot. Like, it was crazy, dude. I'm sure he signed contracts in Icelandic. Sure. But, like, yeah. other than that, his fucking whole life is in English in Iceland. He paid someone. He was like, hey, dude, you're an Icelandic lawyer? Come on, dude, I need you. I need <laughs> yeah. you. Job. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, we're so tired of fish. Just please. <laughs> please cut them. Diversity. Yeah, no, but, Andrew, it's the same deal here. Yeah, there's kebab shops with dudes and I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't know Latvian. <laughs> yeah. All we all got to go to Latvia. I mean, yeah. all right, dude. Uh, that's how it was in Super Sweden. Like Euro everywhere trip. I went in Sweden. Sweden, yeah, same thing. Yeah. It was just like, I would talk to anyone and it would be like perfect English, dude. Like a little bit of an accent, but like for oh, the yeah. most part, I was just like, damn. Yeah. Y'all fucking, you know this shit better than most people I know back home. And they yeah. probably speak like three other languages. They probably speak Norwegian and Finnish and whatever my, my biggest complaint with my upbringing was why didn't y'all no. teach me another language i know <laughs> like teach me as a small baby spanish or something yeah because now it's just like uh, hola es so i've said if i ever have kids i want them to learn another language but i'll be damned if i don't know it first because i don't want those little fuckers cuss cursing me out <laughs> <laughs> i know they will yeah. I know they will. It's best yeah, to have like a no. a multicultural uh, family too, you know, like 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 in Johnson's case, Johnson, if you ever have little Johnsons running around Latvia, <laughs> like your your wife would just always speak uh, Lithuanian. Lithuania, I know, yeah. Yeah. It's like and, yeah, it's like when I'm hanging out with her and her friend, like they just fucking like they get into it. <laughs> They're I'm talking just third about you, wheel. I know, I know. Like, oh, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> uh, That'll speak, be your children, Johnson. So They'll be huh? talking about you behind your back. I know, I know. <laughs> they're gonna have a secret code that I don't. American father. You'll look at them and be like, "You talking behind my back?" And they're like, "No, Papa." And you'll be like, "I know, I know what you said." <laughs> I've been studying. It's been tough, but I've been studying. Right, right. I think that's I think when you flat... gotta study. I think a slap to the mouth is a universal uh, yeah, right, right. or totally. or shut the fuck up. <laughs> they they just ask you in Latvia if you want some cake, you slap them. You're like, I don't know what you said. That is you. that is watching the races. I don't like that tone. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy's watching the races. Yeah. What kind I mean, of races? Yeah. <laughs> Say something else in Lithuanian, so I can give you another. Yeah. <laughs> a shiner. But yeah, uh, so. John so I, yeah, I want to ask: Is anybody seriously gonna go to Canada? Is anybody seriously talking about that? Or? I'm not going anywhere. People, yeah, right, right, right. Some people will, but it's probably like one percent of the people that said they were going yeah. to. I, I think it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just the shock value of the whole thing has sure. has really gotten gotten people. Yeah. Um, it, everything's gonna be okay. This isn't the first time a perceived racist, bigoted, rich guy has been the president you know it's not yeah business as usual it's uh, my stance on everything is that we just gotta i think our responsibility as artists and creative people is just to express ourselves 
communicate with people and you know be aware of the people around you contribute to your community how you can and fucking quit being so afraid of shit that you can't control you know man don't let the media decide for you when he was first elected dude i went through like two days of kind of like a depression yeah i was i was still there but um i've moved on into acceptance though yeah, everything will Dude, be okay. It's... It'll actually probably be pretty good in terms of art and music and and you know the youthful spirit of the I change think and everything. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Steph... in any way support. I'm not in any way supportive. I just think like there's no reason for us to feel like afraid or feel like world like people are like i think so depressed. I, 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 I feel like there's but the thing is there are people out there who feel very afraid. I know some right. of those people. And, and it's and... our it's our job it's our job to help those people feel unafraid, not because of like making them feel okay with the candidate who's been elected, but just to make them feel okay with look, you don't really have any control over that. Then these are the ways you can contribute. You know? I agree. I just I... I'm just saying I, I didn't get to say my piece the other night with the, oh, on yeah, the yeah, Super yeah. So that's just my piece. Like I'm not at all in favor of it. I think it was a really irresponsible decision on behalf of many, many Americans. But this isn't the first time this has happened. And we had the last eight years, we had were pretty good, uh, save for a few um, grievances here and there, I think with a lot of people. But, you know, it's that's politics. And I think really, you know, the life you see in front of you is the life you live. And we know, we all know a bunch of good people. We're all a bunch of good people. And, and that's what's important. It's just another reason for us to look at that and realize, <clears throat> We we've got a lot of, a lot to offer as individuals. We vote with our dollar on the daily, and and you know we have the ability to protect people around us. So no one should be afraid. Fuck that shit. Let's do yeah, this. Take, just take solace that the dynastic families that have been running the world in the shadows yes. are still doing <laughs> their their thing regardless, and you have no control. Yes. <laughs> Wow. A standing ovation from Stefan. Preach on, brother. Preach on. Preach on, brother. I was trying to sugarcoat it a little bit, but yeah, exactly. (laughs) This, this, it just goes to show you we're a capitalist nation and motherfucker bought the White House. Bought (laughs) What the the back and forth shit right now, man. It's fucking, (laughs) it's weird, like all the shit that's coming out, like Obamacare won't be repealed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, might he, be okay. Yeah. He's, yeah, there's there's a 60 minute interview that I'm that is supposed to air tonight. Yeah. Um, they, he talks about a lot of stuff, and then but apparently his chief of staff is going to be Stephen Bannon. I believe yeah, that's his like name. He's he's the he's the CEO of like Breitbart News or he's yeah. or, or a CEO of Trump's campaign, and so yeah. this and then he he's got Previs he just put on, so it's like. Yeah, again, you know, yeah. rogues gallery, man. These, these are yeah. not some good, it's so not good like, It's weird that he says, like, hey, Obamacare won't be repealed, but, like, look at all these people I'm putting on my staff. Right. And it's like, I, what, but how are you going to, like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on right now. It's yeah. like, I like when he was elected, I was like, all right, hate. All right, I get it. Hate. I got it. I got you, dude. You hate everything. Everything's going to be repealed. Good. Let's go. And then he was like, no, I kind of like this. I kind of like that. I think this <laughs> makes me more afraid than him being like, this is my platform, you know? Like, this is the stuff I stand for. This is the stuff I'm going to get rid of. And now him being like, no, nah, it's okay. We'll keep it. And it's like, wait, what? 
Oh my well, god, there's, dude! Like, he just, keep a fucking like. That, just, that's the shit that scares me because like I don't know what's gonna happen anymore. Yeah. Like I was prepared you never did. for the worst of you the worst. Did. Well, he, no, uh, like, but I. Uh, he's dude, he I just know, he's he's about to realize the job that he signed up for. Because Trump won by just being in front of the cameras because he loves people praising right. him. He loves yeah, people. He, you know what I mean? Like, there are three tiers of government. There are three tiers of government, and he's about to get an education on what this job is that he fucking yeah, exactly, turned right. into. And he didn't become the king of America overnight, you know? Like, there's still certain yeah. things. Um, the cabinet he's appointing is a little worse. He didn't become I'm worried the king about... of America overnight. It took a day. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, he did, he did. Same, same difference. Um, but, but yeah, it's, I just don't think people should be so afraid of the future. This is politics. People were saying this right when fucking Bush got elected, too. People on the other side were saying <clears throat> Obama got elected. There's, mu- there's a lot of compromise in po- politics. Right. All the dollar, the dollar yeah. speaks, man. So it's like. We'll I think, be all right. It's I just, think the main it's thing is like, pe- people are scared is because now that basically everything that he said and done, uh, the, the platform it's, he won it's, off yeah, of it's sure. now it's now it's now it's okay. It's okay. Everything that he said, it's great because now you can become president after saying yeah, all this yeah. stuff. And so now you've got people who who are just yeah. going to go out there and just say and do all these things and and that are going to be really hurtful and people <laughs> are scared about that. You know, it's I mean, fucking Camacho. A bunch of hate crimes already. So yeah, a friend of mine in Chicago pulled a bunch of Trump like Nazi yeah. flag stickers off of a building. Like he lived next. But to here's him, the thing. Like... Here's the thing: is that not to diminish the things that we are have become aware of in the vein of that, but the, those things happen all the time. Like people, right. there are hateful people out there that do this shit without cameras, without news coverage. No, no, and... I understand that. It's just it's giving them a platform to say it's okay. Yeah. Hey, I yeah. think I think that's uh, true. That, that you're going to see more of this. Yeah, it's but the push, in the, the the pushback is also there. You know, we are we are balanced. We are we are, you know, you can't hide from the melting pot of America. Even though you, you know, what we're seeing now is the safe haven for a lot of bigots and stuff like that who elected this president. But um, but I think any smart individuals will know to think for themselves and the people around them supporter of Trump or not, not every Trump supporter is uh, a racist bigot, you know, things that factor yes. in, but you're right. It's, it, it does exist. It's there. It, it's hard for me to too. believe that there isn't some kind of tendency behind a person that votes for Trump. And I understand the whole, sure, sure. You sure. know, they're afraid of like liberals and like what yeah. they want to bring to the table. Yeah, and I guess it's hard for me, someone who's being a, like a liberal thinker, and just like, yeah, that idea sounds great. Let's do that. That would be great for the country. And where someone's like, uh, we need to hold back. We're more conservative. It's like, yeah, like nothing's gonna happen if you're super conservative about anything. Like you're just gonna stay right. in the fucking past. Like, <laughs> right. you need to be thinking forward. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I'm sure that like, you know, people in my family voted for Trump, and like, do I think they're necessarily racist? No. But do I think they have tendencies of racism? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. My fa- I've seen it yeah. in my family members. Like they work yeah. with like people of color, totally. and they're like, "Oh, that's cool. That person's like, yeah, we work together." But then, like behind closed doors, they'll be like, "Oh my god, those, you know, whatever." That's just people. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, I, just, I get it, but people, it's just yeah. like 
I'm tired of that shit. Like, it's right. Well, like, we're, it's not like, it's not like all of a sudden black people are like, Oh, now there's black people. Let's <laughs> deal with it. It's like, it's not like they haven't existed for since forever. You know, to these type of groups, a, I'm sure <laughs> to these type of groups. I think black people is still a surprise. <laughs> oh, well, I totally agree with you. I just think it's like another, Wait. there's another issue going on here besides right, that. Totally. But, well, like, we, I we have to appreciate how spectacularly the left just fucking dropped the ball. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm totally in agreement with like the DNC and yeah. like, like yeah. literally you had the perfect candidate. You had the perfect candidate that everyone wanted. And you're like, nah. Well, she was not. She had a lot of skeletons. I think we're talking about no, Bernie. Talking about Bernie. Bernie. Oh, yeah. Bernie. Yeah, right, right. Bernie. Yeah, I would have voted for him. Right. Yeah. And, and fucking fight. everyone would have voted for Bernie. Yeah. He would have fucking won this election. <laughs> yeah, it would have no been fucking shit. great. And it's I'm sure DNC like people on the right would have the people on the right would have been upset, but then they would have been like, But he's a white man, so I'm not that upset. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and he's a Jew, so he's sensible. Like, like I don't, <laughs> Sorry, no offense. Oh I don't God. know, man. It's just like some of that shit, like when people are just like the right, like people on the right aren't necessarily racist or homophobic and stuff. And I was like, I get that they're probably not, but there's a little bit of that in them. That they're there's a certain of level of apathy or yeah, lack well, of they, Like they're afraid of this because they don't understand it. They're not given the right, right. information to know who these people are. The way, like <clears throat> They only know like what Fox News tells them or any other, like whatever fucking church they go to and the rhetoric that church spits at them consistently yeah and that's the shit that bugs me is like you know i don't think some of my family members are are necessarily racist but like (coughs) you have to put them in that category almost you know yeah Yeah, (laughs) it's like if you have if you have negative thoughts about another race uh you're straddling that line dude (laughs) you know yeah but when yeah. is this country going to come back to some kind of consensus? It's been this blue-red shit for the past fucking... Yeah. Well, it's long. the due party. It's the duality of, of the, the, like, the national psychology. Are you on this no, side? No, I get that. We've, that always had, we've always had two-party system, but it, it yeah. seems like not until, I, what, like 60s, 70s that it's just been forever, like... I'm yeah. this guy or I'm this guy. It's like right. there's no if, I feel like rational the thought. Those other parties that they want to become, I don't want to say legitimate, but if they want to get on the scale of the Democratic Republican Party, they need to make their voices heard and known instead of coming out six months before an election saying, oh, hey, yeah. we're here too. Hey, right. don't yeah. forget about well, us. That, it's that, you know? that and in order for their voices to be heard, they have to have a certain level of uh, money in order to build the campaign well, that, big enough to I'm be saying. heard. They, exactly. They need to get out there and, and, and make yeah. that happen is what I'm saying. Yeah. It needs, yeah, but yeah. But I mean, this, I just is, think... this is what I'm worried about with the states. It's just going to be more. It's going to be another decade of like this witch hunt of blue yeah. versus red. Yeah. It's yeah. like when totally. is that fucking shit going to end? You have to work with these people, like no matter right. what. Help us out, Johnson. Like... <laughs> Run for president, 2020. Yeah, right. I, I vote for you in a second. That's that's like a big thing that people have been talking about recently too. It's like. Like John Stewart and Samantha Everybody Bee and all these right. guys, like these guys might have actually like hurt the left movement in America in a sense because I talked about this a little bit in the last podcast, but like uh, there's I've heard a lot of people talk about this. Like if you would call the the right the the dumb party, the stupid party, yeah, yeah, yeah. the left is the elitist prick party. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And 
we got to fucking meet in the middle. There has to be a fucking yeah. discussion more. You can't just be calling names all the fucking time. We're never going to get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But then you and, don't have the narrative You if you lack conflict, you know what I mean? And nobody sure. gives a shit at that point. Then it's yeah. just C-SPAN, you know what I mean? Then like... It's just like... Here's really, like... Really, here's an example. Voting, voting, here's an example. Like you have... TV show. You have, you have like, you, like people that think liberally, like, why can't we get healthcare like people in Europe? Republicans yeah. be like, I don't give a fuck about Europe. You know what I mean? Like, then, then the, yeah. then the conversation pretty much ends there. It's like, ah, you know, right. like it kills you. It kills you. Yeah. It's like, this ain't, this ain't totally. no Europe, boy. This is America. You know, it's just like, well, but we should take some fucking influences from good things that we see around the world. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it really feels like that sometimes. We're not right. exposed that's why, to it. That's why we're getting denied <clears throat> things that other countries have because we'll just blame the other side. It'll be like, oh, yeah. why can't we have this? Yeah. Oh, well, the Republicans won't allow it. Oh, okay, yeah, I hate Republicans. All right, I get it. So, Stop thinking the grass is always greener. You know, we'll hear stuff like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's rough, man. Be, politics shouldn't be like what gets the best ratings. Like, if we're going about, yeah. like, I mean, it should be a anything, lot more that's, boring that, than that's it is. what. Yeah, yeah right. that's right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, watching yeah. <laughs> it's dangerously entertaining. Yeah. Well, it's Sorry, like I feel like this the president we have today was chosen because of ratings and uh sure. you know um fucking, you know, uh reality television. Because that's what politics has become is like we're watching reality television when it's like fucking like election time. Yeah, you know who yeah, says the well most outlandish fucking thing? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's and I, I think that like and I, I might be thinking a little bit too positively here, maybe naively, but I think that he used some of his you know uh, uh, reality TV uh, knowledge, his potential or whatever, like to say like these outlandish things, and he noticed these are getting ratings, ratings like I get on my show, and. Now that he's elected and all that, he's obviously shifting back to center or whatever his version of center is. He said that thing about Obamacare and all that shit. Yeah. So I, I wonder if that's the case. I will, we, you know, only time will tell, though, you know? I think that's the thing that scares me the most is all this, like, shifting back. I feel yeah, like if, yeah. if a president was elected on, like, the things that he campaigned on, which is hate and racism and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can deal with that. I'm like, okay, I hate you. But then when he's like, I, everything I've been reading recently is just like, oh my god, like I don't even know who this person is. Like, who the fuck yeah. are these people? Like, are the people who elected him even aware of what he's saying right now? He played the world. If this if this is true, man, he played yeah, the whole fucking he, world. Yeah, like, that, I, mean. I like I don't know. Like, we'll, <laughs> we won't know till like he's like sworn in. Like until stuff starts happening. Like, is this just like him getting more like to calm down like the liberals right now? Be like, oh yeah, we'll keep this. That'll be fine. I don't know, but like the thing that also bugs me about him is that all this this hate has been happening, all these like hate crimes have been happening recently. Yeah. And like him not to get up and be like, our our president elect is not like, just you know maybe he'll do it on sixty minutes, but I feel like when all this like everything that's been happening recently, like why wouldn't you say something? Like I feel like as right, your advisor, right, right. I'd be like, all right, we need to release a statement post haste, like. Calm the people the fuck down. Let them know what's going on. But it's just like all this silence for the most part. Maybe the 60 Minutes interview will clear things up. But I feel like if this was Obama, he would have already been like, y'all, calm the fuck down. You know? Right, right, right. And I mean, like, 
And the thing is, it's like I kind of want a response from Obama too to be like, to say something to us, to be like, you know. But it's like I'm also I'm not putting it on him because he's like at this point he's like I'm signing as many documents as I can to keep you people safe for the next four years. Right, so, right, right. Uh, That's probably know, what's like, going I'm on, man. Everything I can, I can't. I don't have time for uh, speeches to give right now because y'all, uh, y'all done fucked up. I can't dilly dally. Also, those memes with him and Biden, where Biden wants to like. Like uh, throw footballs at Trump's face or whatever, they're brilliant. I love them. I laugh all the time. If you, guys aren't, if you haven't been reading them, they're great. But I think that the best thing to sum this up was that that Sam Harris podcast. I mean, that basically just says everything I've said and what I think has led up to this. And he says it more eloquently than I ever could. But I mean, politics is a pendulum. You swing too far away one way, it's going to come swinging back the other way. Like, I don't yeah. see how people don't see this. How do they not get this? Yeah, you know, historically, there's only been uh, three times in American history where they had a Democrat come after a two-term Democrat. Yeah. So yeah. it's not all too – it shouldn't be too surprising, but it was just the polls, man. Everybody was bringing this up, but goddamn, the polls, dude. Even Trump's internal polls were say, were saying that, hey, you might lose today. You know what well, I mean? Well, that, yeah, and that shows that the media definitely has a bias for sure. They fuck, the fucked up, man. Like, I think the thing is that Andrew said it. I think we said it like when we did that little impromptu podcast was like if any other Republican would have won – it would have been fine. It's like, sure. okay, cool. Yeah. But I think the thing that is like with Trump, just not like he's being a, he's a shitty businessman. Like what's one Trump product you own? Yeah. Or and he's never been a politician like, either. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think that's the thing that bugs me the most. Yeah. I don't yeah, care yeah. This or if a Republican ran and like he won, but that's fine. Whatever. But it's oh. like he ran on hate and racism and homophobia and like all this bullshit. Like it wasn't even like his plans were that good. He didn't. As far as I'm concerned, he had no plan for what we're going he to do. He had no next. plan. Yeah. So, it's going to be and, big and great. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that bugs me. And the, the, the other thing that bugs me, and we talked about this on that impromptu podcast, was um, I just don't understand how like good Christian people can vote for this man. Like it's beyond me. Like coming, growing up like Christian and stuff, and like you know later becoming like after dealing with that shit for years, becoming atheist, and looking back on this, be like, how the fuck could you vote for this motherfucker? Like, there's nothing about him that says, like, good Christian man. Right. Nothing. You know, like, even as an atheist, if I'm the worst person that exists because I'm an atheist, I still won't vote for this motherfucker. Or even even just, like, a champion of the little man. He's obviously not that either. No, he's not. And it's just, like, like, that's, I think those things boggle me more than, like, like that's the stuff that boggles me like if it would have been a, like a republican who was like here are my plans here's what i want to do i'm like oh some of those sounds th- sound those things sound okay i'm okay with what he's saying for the most part but i'm still going to vote for democrats because they're saying more things i like you know like i get that like i think bush and uh, like andrew and like joe and everyone's like if it was romney all right fine you know, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, but it's like, it's fucking Donald Trump, man. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? That's like, <laughs> we voted for a fucking reality star. Like, Maddie, Maddie, I made that post because I just saw so many Republican friends saying, they're just babies because they lost. Like, no, man, it's because Trump won. Like, it's Trump. It's not anybody else. 
No, it's that, just that particularly that candidate, not anybody else. And it's what it, like it's what he ran on to like either trick people or deceive them. It's like can you really trust him <clears throat> he's deceiving? He deceived a whole half of a nation, in, right? To voting for him or more, to vote for him. Like you can really trust this man? Like I just it's. It's like you I constantly mean, hear that in the news that he you talk about like the little man. That he never pays his contractors. He, yeah, right. You know, there's so many lawsuits <laughs> against him because of that. And it's like, okay, well, those are the little man. And yeah. he's not paying them for all this work that they've done. Right. And they're getting screwed over by this guy. But no, silence from the, from the right. You, get, you mm-hmm. hear no, no, you know, nothing is heard about that. But, yep, he's for the little man, apparently. <laughs> I just, I, I think that's the thing that bugs me the most with, like, everything is, like, I just, I feel like, I don't know, like, did Obama piss that many people off that, like, they just don't care as long as it's a white man? Whatever he says is fine. Like, I don't know, man. It's yeah, just, people are like, oh, he, he he represents change. But, like, what did you hate about Obama so much? Is it just health care? Is that really it? Is it just that one thing? I Because I can't well, think of anything else, like, that big. No, well, you know what? I think, if anything, I don't think it had much to do with Obama. I think it was just, like, this extreme left that popped up, and that just totally turned off so many people. When, you, when you're talking well, about, like, uh, like Bernie like being pretty much socialist? And shit. No, like, oh, oh, oh. But, but, I mean, do, do people fucking blame that directly on Obama? No, 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 no. But, the, but they saw that as the left. I mean, they saw oh, that as okay, okay. platform. But, well, I mean, oh, like, okay, with okay, like, okay. With, with like Bernie, a lot of people were afraid of like labels he was given at the time, and like I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, I don't know, he's he said he's this and blah 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 and that," and I was just like, uh, yeah. "This doesn't sound like a bad thing to me," but I I don't know. See again, that's where the left was such pussies. They were all like, "Oh, he can't win," so uh, oh, we're gonna nuzzle up to Hillary. Like, yeah, like you said, they had the perfect candidate. They could have swapped yeah. it. They just wanted the they wanted the other uh, you know revolutionary card you know where it's the, the, the first woman candidate like we got our party has yeah. the first black candidate we want our party to have the first woman candidate too you know and she, and she probably has a lot of pull too that's the other thing oh yeah for yeah. sure man yeah. so she that's probably bullied her like... way into the nominee <laughs> well I mean that's probably I mean Johnson you're totally true on that I yeah. feel and I feel like Bernie was someone who wouldn't be. Like, if someone was like, hey, Bernie, here's all this cash to do this thing that's, like, kind of okay, but kind of not, but really, yeah. it's really, you really shouldn't do it, but will you do it for us? He'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like. Yeah, and you know what, and, even though I don't believe he could do, like, 95% of what he said, at least he's up there saying these banker motherfuckers are the ones who crashed everything. They're assholes. <laughs> Well, I mean, Keep an eye on was, these guys. Like, I mean, if Bernie was elected president, it's the same thing like when Obama got there. He's going to be blocked by the House yeah, and the Senate. And it's that shit's always going to happen to any Democrat, any liberal who gets into the position. Yeah. You know, like, if they have a good idea, it's going to benefit the country. It's, I don't right. know, man. It's just like, it's, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's really <laughs> hard to know how to feel today. Like, yeah. I kind of just like, because a lot of people I work with, they're, they're black, and I, and I work with a lot of, like, uh, gay people, too. And th- a lot of those people are really scared right now. Like, that's all they talk sure. about. And I just make the joke. I'm like, well, I don't know, because I'm white. 
you know, like, yeah. just like, well, what do I, you know, and they joke with me. They're like, oh, white man over there wanted this to happen. I was like, whoa, 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 that wasn't me. You yeah, know? right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's like, there you are have a lot that of original that, sin now, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's a white man over there. And I was like, I didn't. And they're like, how do we know? I was like, you don't know. There's nothing to say that I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but like, I, I feel like that's a, like, it's just it, it's a weird state in america right now like i can imagine man fuck i'm so glad i'm not there it just seems very tense right now yeah <laughs> dude when you were talking about uh when andrew or someone said who's gonna get out of america or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's funny because i feel like every time i've been on this podcast since this event i've been i, I have i want to get out of america i just want to yeah. go over there and spend time in europe and be able to live there and like have have a good time in Europe. It's not really about like Trump or like what's going on. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I want to go over there. I mean, more so now than ever. You know? like, I might be <laughs> sure, looking sure. for a woman. But it's a good always, excuse, like, man. Yeah. But I've always said like, I'd love to like meet someone who's from another country, marry that person. Like that's just a different perspe perspective that you're going to get on life and like go live in another yeah. country. That sounds great to me. I love that idea. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, but when they when we were talking about it, I was like, "Oh man, this sounds kind of shitty." But I do really want to get out of here. Like I just <laughs> like I, I want to go see Europe, man. I want to see it more than what I've already seen it. Like it's, you know, yeah, I've man. seen a lot of like this American stuff. And something else that bugs me is people are like, "Stay in your red states, change them." And I'm like, ah, "Dude, I don't think I belong in Ohio." <laughs> see, this I don't is think the Ohio's for for me, man. Like yeah, I yeah, but you know what? I hate. This is the other things that the the Democrats totally, completely failed on. Like they just focused on the coast and they just totally ignored the middle. Like it doesn't exist yeah. at all. Totally forgot about them. Wrote them off. Like you gotta, you have to work with the entire fucking country. You have to compromise. You have to fucking like go to those places that don't that hate you. Talk to them. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, you have to. Yeah, and and you know what? You've got to tell Not other Kentucky, people. Though. Yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky is a hateful place. <laughs> Louisville's the only good place to be. I'll tell you yeah. that right now. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, and then they were so deluded that they they were so sure they were gonna win. They had their own polls and everything. It's just like. Yeah, I mean, it's just like who did not see that coming, like. I, I think we all saw it coming. I think yeah. it's been... Just nobody wanted to admit it, right? Yeah, Yeah. I, I just think it was... Yeah. I, I think since it started, I was like... I was like, there's no way Donald Trump is going to win. That's ridiculous. And then as right. he moved up, I was like, well, fuck. This is getting serious. Right. I was like, well, we got Bernie. That's yeah. good. And then Bernie was not... And then it was like Hillary, and I was like... As much as I'd like a woman to be in the White House, I was like, God It's not her. There are so many better women than that. Dude, she fucking takes so much money from Saudi Arabia and, like, those George Soros fucking corporations. Like, she is... Yeah. She's worse than a fucking Republican. Come on. Dude, dude, that, I totally agree. Like, when when I voted for her, it wasn't because... Yeah, it was begrudging I, I me, right? With her. It was more yeah. of... Do I want to see a fucking celebrity millionaire, billionaire, yeah. whatever the fuck he is, be president, or do I want someone else? I was right. like, I want someone else. Right. You know, someone with some kind of background in fucking politics. Yeah. You know, 
If anything, this election shows me I could be fucking president. I might run. <laughs> yes. What the, like, you know, like, what the fuck, man? Like, Ron Perlman, I follow him on Facebook. He says he's president for 2020. Fuck yeah, I'll vote <laughs> I for saw Ron that. Yeah. He's not, fucking yeah. Hellboy, why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maddie, why'd you vote for Ron Perlman? He's Hellboy. <laughs> what, Matt, but why does that say, duh? Do you not follow Superhouse Podcast? <laughs> Jesse Ventura wants to run under the Libertarian candidate. Oh, my God. Libertarian, I mean, yeah. I mean, did y'all see Predator? I mean. <laughs> Actually, with his with his celebrity status, I think he could bring the Libertarian Party, like, up a <laughs> notch. But he's Honestly, got some pretty far out, like, conspiracy theories, right? That's oh, true. Yeah. That's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's a little if out he there. Just, if he just showed some scenes from Predator... Be, and then it said vote Ventura 2020. I'd be like, all right, done. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, just have a clip where it's like, I'm a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, why'd you vote for Ventura in 2020? Uh, Predator? <laughs> or his dialogue inside the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, anything he does in that yeah. movie. Yeah. You could just show him shooting off that fucking gallon gun, and I'd be like, yes. That's what I want. <laughs> Alien murder, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I really like The Rival. It's a really great movie. I was going to say, speaking of aliens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? If you guys are getting into that, that's probably a good time for me to check out. It's getting late. All right, yeah. Johnson. Thanks good for coming chat, on, Johnson. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hit him up more often. Sorry. I'm... Thanks, bud. Right. No problem, man. We, we totally get that it's late as yeah, fuck yeah. over there. <laughs> Johnson, I'm coming to Latvia. Be ready. Do it, man. Do it. You can stay at our place for okay, sure. Okay, good. I just need a place to stay and slay. Place to slay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can come fuck right. my couch okay. anytime. Nice. Yeah. You know <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm around, if I'm stateside, I'm definitely going to get one Dude, if you, you come stateside, yeah. let us know, man. I will, make, uh, I will move mountains to come see you. Nice. Super house. Super mountains, house Johnson. I miss you. <laughs> Trip. You. Yeah. you don't miss us. You don't. You love your life over there. Come on. You do it. All right, maybe a little bit, but you love your life <laughs> over there. Not wearing with all this fucking America bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <I> John's <laughs> like, yeah, I do love my life. You're right. You are right. <laughs> well, just that that one as aspect right now. I can't imagine. It seems very tense in the U.S. right now. Oh, dude. I, I, I'd be, I'm very excited to come visit you and just like talk to people about what they think of America. Yeah. Because um, I can't imagine they think we're. I feel like now if I went over there to try to meet someone to marry and like live <laughs> over there, they'd be like, "You're American. You dumb as fuck. Look at you, white boy." <laughs> like, right. Trump, why? Just be shaking my foot in the sky and walk here. <laughs> I didn't vote you... for him. How do we know? I don't have a receipt. You should have reached across the table, baby. <laughs> Maddie, are you still before. on? Are you still on Tinder? Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> All right, actually, peace out, guys. Not well, later, dude. Oh, see ya. later, Johnson. Right. See you, dude. Right. Um, see you. No, I only bring this up because when we were in LA, me and Maddie and our friend Chris Lee were on Tinder like the whole time, trying to get group dates going and fucking seeing what's out there it's a lot of fun when you're traveling i just wanted to get maddie's follow-up oh nothing happened <laughs> from that trip i did yeah, meet I mean... a girl that i was like i went to covington kentucky which is right over the bridge from ohio she walked past me and i was like oh i think that's her so i sent a text i was like oh hey is that you and she was like yeah 
And then it was like 40 minutes later, she's like, oh, hey, can we meet some other time? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh. <laughs> I was like, That's fuck so... this place. And was she I, like, cute? Yeah, she was pretty cute. Like, she, like, went to, like, design school and stuff. And, like, I, I was just like, whatever. Like, this could be fun. Like, I need something to do on in my spare time. And then it was just like, she, like, she walked past me, and I get that that's probably got to be weird a little bit. So I was like, oh, maybe she wanted to go home because she got off work. She needed to change, shower, whatever you got to do. You got to get ready for the night out. I understand. But I was, like, waiting, and it's not super cold, but it is fairly cold here. When you're waiting out in the elements for, like, 10, 15 minutes. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go across this bar. It seems pretty chill. I'll have a beer. And then, like, I waited there for, like, like another, like, 20, 30 minutes, and she was just, like, sent me that text. She's like, oh, can we do this on Sunday? And I was like, no. What was her excuse? I, I don't know. There was no real excuse. I think she saw me, and she went, mm, not, I'm not into Maddie, and I hurt my, fe- my feels a little bit. Oh, you should have been like, what the fuck? I got jokes. I got mad skills. I got mad skills with the pen know, and pad, like, bitch. This could, this could have been the person... <laughs> For the rest of my life. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. <laughs> well, then I'm just saying. But, like, she didn't even give a chance to let... Like, I took the leap that, like, all right, let's do this. Let's see what happens. And she said, nah. And I was like, fine. That's how you feel about it? No response back. Like, I told her, I was like, my sister was supposed to come into town today, but she texted me earlier today and was like, I can't make it. And so I was like, all right, fine. And then she, and then she was like, well, we can meet after 8. And I was like... And I was like, nope, that's Super Owl's podcast. There's a special time. <laughs> There's a special time. Saturday night. I passed that was many, the night. I, passed I got up... there. I Ubered out there. It was fairly expensive to Uber across the bridge because I was like, I don't know where this night's going to lead. I might drink a lot. She might drink a lot. Who knows? But I'm not Maddie, driving back. come to back. Denver. Well, I'm fucking going to Latvia, dude. Yeah. After <laughs> I think I Maddie's, Maddie's mind's made up, man. <laughs> You're they fucking. Won't. I believe you. You're going. Dude, Take a layover. I, like, I can't handle these American ladies no more. <laughs> I just can't. I'm like, I don't know. They got all these I feel, expectations. I feel, like a, I feel like I'm a catch. <laughs> expectations. I, not, I, I feel like I'm a catch. I might not be perfect. They got all these ideas. <laughs> I got, you know, I might say some stupid shit from every once in a while, but we're not all perfect. <laughs> nah, man, you're perfect, Maddie. Okay. You're perfect. I, this is why I talk. This is why I come to Superhouse Podcast because you guys make me feel so good about myself. <laughs> and I'm drunk right now, so. Well, there you go. There you go. How? LA was fun, man. That oh, shit LA happened so fast. Bad. It was crazy. That shit was fun as hell. I wish yeah. I didn't feel as bad as I did. Oh, I, I miss sick. you, Maddie. That was oh, so good. God. I miss all you guys so much. Yeah, it was fucking fun, man. I miss you, fellas. Fun as hell. We're gonna do that. We're gonna come back and see Joey. Joey, Hell we yeah. didn't get to see you, but I miss you. I know, man. Kim filled in for you. She was awesome. She did. She fucking hilarious on the podcast. <laughs> Super accommodating. You guys got a great pad. I didn't get to meet fucking Ajax, but I really was hoping I would. Ajax? That's okay. Uh, dude upstairs. What's his name? I always forget oh, yeah, his yeah, real yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always forget his uh, real name, but. You come out from the Warriors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. That was a great trip, man. And all your action figures, Joey, kudos. We got some good <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, shit. I tried to get Andrew to film them, but he didn't do it. Film the action figures? 
Yeah. Yeah, a little B-roll. <laughs> oh, man. I... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should well, have. Uh, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Next time. We, we had a good time. It was good. There in spirit. Superhouse. Indeed. Superhouse Con 2017, Latvia. Euro, Euro trip. Did you guys, you guys want to get on that arrival talk? Oh, hell yeah. Do it. So uh, I want to preface this by uh, I wasn't going to see this. And uh, that just I wanted to see it, but I, I'm going. Go on. I'm actually going to to Italy next week, and I, I will be filming something for Superhouse while there. And uh, anyway, I'm trying to save money, so I was like, I can't go to the movies. And Maddie like literally gave me some money via Venmo, and uh, I went. So it was fucking awesome, fucking great movie. I don't even know if Maddie's here right now. He's got his mic off, but. Uh, I mean, I had to pee. Excuse okay, <laughs> and them, them, uh, like it, it being a a sci-fi movie, but b about translation. Like I've done translation work for myself in the past, although of course this is a completely different scenario. But uh, I like that aspect a lot, and uh, the only thing is like. I got angry at the army so much, dude, at, in this fucking movie. Like I, I just. Although Trump was elected and that was unbelievable, I found it was like almost too unbelievable how like dense they were. It was like, you guys work with scientists before, right? Like, you need right. to work with these scientists a little bit better than this. And there was this one scene where the uh, the the troops start grabbing the guns, and the person to my right in the theater was like, "Ha, Trump supporters." <laughs> I know it definitely that movie definitely had the trappings of being like your your quintessential like alien you know movie the aliens come in and the yeah. soldiers the like, begins you know they yeah the war begins and it's like we're gonna shoot them down even though they haven't done anything you know but it it luckily didn't go that route yeah I like that like like they needed to have like like that scene where the okay spoilers for arrival everybody but the the scene where the alien basically saves them from that bomb exploding. Yeah. They should have told everybody, like, hey, guys, they saved us from the stupid bomb you planted, by the way. And fuck. They're, they're, this is evidence, pure, this is, like, great evidence that these guys mean peace only. Uh, but, the, you know, the, the army was, still probably would have been yeah. dense. But, yeah. uh, I mean, that whole, the, the, the storyline with, like, with, like, her and the do and the daughter and how they played with time with that and, like, what... The language does to the to the brain and and all of that and that's their weapon like that was fucking sweet, dude. Dude, yeah. Well, yeah, my... to what to your point, what you were just saying, Andrew, about that particular like turn in the film or what they could have done with that because it builds a lot of tension. Being like, man, if they just if everybody knew exactly what went on, then they, there wouldn't be so much like fervent like uh, need for defense. Uh, against the aliens but the aliens that's what's so beautiful about it and the whole thing like again more spoilers there's a part in the movie where they talk about learning a certain language or immersing yourself in a language changes the way you think yeah 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 theme that resonates later when the main character after she's learned it exception of time uh, that these aliens experience and then to a greater extent later uh, humans um you see, you realize that that moment, that alien, it's just a part of the overall scheme 
or span of their life experience. So they have always known that that moment was going to happen and always knew that that moment. So even like they're pro they could be so confident because they don't, they know the course of things and how everything's connected. I don't know, man. Sorry. I didn't mean to jump all in there, but so good. This movie is so good. That's the thing I like when she goes into the like behind the glass moment when she's talking to Costello, yeah. and oh, he's like he, he's a dying thing or like whatever the he's in the death, death process. process. Yeah, oh, that's what I love man. that like because a part of you is so nervous for her that like what is this alien going to do to her? Is he going to hurt her? But they already know this is supposed to happen, which is so brilliant yeah. about the fucking and those movie. and the, and it's and like those two oh, characters. Sorry, sorry, Maddie, but those two characters experience that same emotional, like Costello loses Abbott or, you know, what you perceive of their relationship just by what little is given. And then you think about Amy Adams' character and her daughter, you know what I mean? Like they both experience the death and stuff, but they also both um, know that their perception of time, their own personal time is going to be um, <clears throat> accessible at all points of their life based on only knowing this language. Like, holy fuck, dude. And the thing that gets this me movie... too... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, but the thing is, is like, <laughs> no. because Costello's, the alien Costello is so, like, he's a standoffish one in the film. Like, he does, Abbott always acts first. He always does everything first. Right. And it's like because Abbott is aware of what's going to happen to him, right? And, and knows like, its all, part like, in the. Well, and that's the thing is like Costello knows what's going to happen, yeah. and they probably like whatever those two aliens' relationships are, if they're best friends or lovers or like who the fuck knows, is like he at some point is probably like Jeremy Renner's character, who you find out spoiler alert is Amy Adams' husband, who gives birth to her, her daughter who dies of cancer. Right. Like as know, important gonna... as it is, doesn't ruin the movie. Dude, it just like, <laughs> it, it's like it, like when you watch it and you get these like oh just this fucking like clarity that comes over to you that's like fuck man could you imagine learning yeah. a language that fucking gives yeah. you tells you your fucking timeline changes I don't know, how man. you perceive you just live time. in any moment of your life from when you were yeah. born to when you die and like the for the listener the the they get to talk to these aliens and they basically named the two aliens Abbott and Costello. So these are the, these names are coming from as well as when they start to do the communication, the ang- the aliens language are basically these circles with these different, they're like, uh, like ink blots, you know, and there's yeah. like, they call them, they, they call them logographs. Logographs. Okay. And so like, in, in basically any sort of their lettering or sentences, it's all in this logograph uh, circular form. And so they're having to like obviously learn that, and obviously with the you learn the language, it's in a loop as with time. So it's all sort of comes together in like this, you know, circle. Yeah. The the, the screenwriter, I forget his name, Eric something or other. He's done a lot of I horror movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The screenwriter. He wrote um, uh, Lights Out himself. Oh, nice. Oh right. Um, but this movie's based on a short story by what's the what's the author's name? Something Chiang, <laughs> Chiang. Yeah. Um, like anyway, Doug Chang. No, I don't know. I think it's Eric. <laughs> but anyway, but the screenwriter's name is Eric something. <laughs> Sorry, I'll have to get my facts straight. I, I'm looking at in the future. Right. But uh, oh yeah, Joey's coming back with the name here in a second. But basically, the screenwriter uh, crafted or had creating the language 
and um, talked with other artists and linguists that have worked on other films to create it. And there's like a rhythm uh, to each section of the circle that Joey's talking about. And the more activity and rhythm in that circle, um, you know, says different things like different words or different inflections of things, the more wild it is. Um, and and it, what's great about this movie is like it gives you all the pieces to discern that. And there's articles I've read to kind of get some idea of what that is all about. But um, what's cool is that this film is so multi-layered in what it's representing that just like so far I've only seen it once and I've, you know, I, I consider myself to be a pretty astute so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like dissect every little thing, but there's a lot there. They give you all of the pieces that you need to go as far as you want to, um, but you know, it's just one of those sci-fi films that makes you feel smart, and it's good to know that within however deep you want to go with your own research into a film that you like, um, it's also, like, designed that way. It's designed to make you feel smart. Not only that, but designed maybe to teach you something about this is language. This thing that so about dope. it is, like, it presented itself as a super smart, like, high sci-fi mm -hmm. film. But it's like it gave you enough information for you to understand what was going on. Yeah. Like I didn't feel dumb walking out of it. Right. I don't think a lot yeah. of people will feel dumb walking out of this movie. If anything I got out of it is that words mean a lot of things to different people and that we should all take the time to understand what those Boom. words mean. There which it is. is. Which is Yeah, I mean like that's... after studying Japanese and like that's obviously a human language, but that's a very, very different language. And like for them to go into a little bit of the like linguistic side like i've done like mm -hmm. some minor research on that myself after studying japanese and and like i would really appreciated that whenever they they did that they're like you know how are we going to differentiate differentiate between joe alien and you as a group you know shit like that yeah. and there uh was, then there was there like was i i really appreciated that that part where i just like the look of the alien because well, yeah, that too, but like the part, like the looks of the alien, like it's very easy to fall into that trap of making them humanoid looking because it's cheaper for one, and but like Star Trek does it a lot, and, and Star Wars to a lesser degree, but still, and in and in all reality, and 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 more than likely, if we meet an alien, it's gonna be fucking alien, dude. Like them, yeah. them like being like a squid like even with ink like that was a pretty cool uh thing to do and also like them being yeah. huge like if we if these like if an alien is from like a humongous planet like think of like 12 times bigger than jupiter or something those creatures will also be huge so yeah. it's well, I mean, that ship it's was fucking huge as well it's not hard yeah. to think that like there there are aliens that are yeah. that are just that fucking big so uh i oh, mean I, I i appreciated that a lot i really did and so the screenwriter is real quick, uh, Eric Heiserer, uh, and Heiserer. based on the short story, the story of life, by Ted Chiang. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Ted Chiang. He's my great. He did a really cool AI story a few years back. Anyway, but. Oh, my favorite thing about watching the first time you meet the aliens is, you see these like like this uh, like, you know uh, a, a, you know squid like uh, uh, octopus like, tentacle hands like things. 
and then there's there seems to be an upper part to the like it looks like a wrist kind of like a hand to me when i was watching it yeah and then totally. there was all this fog surrounding it and i was like what if this is just one being with two hands or something and that's the thing that was like oh my god like what's the reveal of this thing gonna yeah because they talk and it was like this Cause, Go ahead. Sorry, with the language, they do talk about uh, sort of writing uh, with both yeah, hands well, from yeah. starting from the left, starting from the right, and sort of moving yeah. your way in the middle. So that would have been a cool – that would have been great if that was yeah. that. And I really thought and, it was going to be like this like bigger being with the, these two appendages or whatever doing this language. And then when they – like when she goes into the realm of – the alien or whatever i don't even know what the fuck behind the screen it. or whatever yeah. yeah and it's just like this like weird like the only thing i could think of is when i saw those creatures and then that scene was somebody read some fucking hp lovecraft yeah like, yeah it seems yeah. like something out of one of his novels they, that's what i really liked about it because it i like it was almost it was almost a horror film at times for me which i really enjoyed like I was very scared for like what I saw on the screen. Oh yeah, whenever they go meet him for the first time, that would be that would be incredible, man. Yeah, Dude, that's oh, so it's fucking amazing. terrifying. And uh, I, I I really have to give props to the actors, especially Amy Adams in this. Like her performance is like she's terrified. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. She she's hyperventilating and shit. Yeah, because she dude. knows she knows what's ahead somehow, and not just because of her renewed like perception of time, but just like what speaking to what you're saying, like the human element of coming in contact with like an alien being. She's so intelligent that it's to her. She's very aware of her fear of the unknown. Uh, profound, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it just makes you think like out of all the alien films and like stories you've read and the imagination that you perceive an alien to look like, like if we ever did have like an alien presence on mm -hmm. earth, it's probably not going to look anything like anything we've perceived before. I hope not. Dude, that. Oh like, yeah, for can sure. Can you imagine like yeah. if like something came down and looked like something you've seen before? You're like, that's not scary. But yeah. like, like in ah, reality, it's, it's you guys know you there's there's a legendary story of the uh, Native Americans on like Barbados or something. You know where Christopher Columbus landed, yeah. and like they didn't see his boats at first right. because it was just something that they weren't programmed to see. Yeah, yeah. The, the waves on the uh, they saw the waves moving, but they didn't see the ship because they had no concept of what a ship was. Right. So I wonder if we would be like that. I don't know if that story is actually true or not, but it, it it's. You know, if you, <laughs> all right, the, the I think conspiracy would... theorist slash UFO fan, fanatic in me believes that to be true. Like, how how long do you spend staring at the sky? In, yeah. In seconds long. Do you know what I mean? And so our perception of things that we're not commonly introduced to is reduced significantly right so i feel like so, now though like yeah. i don't know like now though we have such a like idea of like what a spaceship could look like or like what something like we understand what a ship is you know true 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 so i think Man, we would be able to be a... like that's a ship of some sort Woo. you know but it's i possible. also think I also think that like the idea of like another alien life form coming down and saying is probably not going to be any perceived preconceived notion of yeah. what's been written or seen before. Well, that's like what I'm saying is that like they're probably here on the daily and we just don't know. No, it's, I mean that, that's also possible. possible. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, anyway, so yeah. No, oh, God, this is getting into other territory, but I love it. I love it. I, <laughs> 
I, I thought I Arrival wanted was to make... fucking... Go ahead, Seth. Uh, one point about the movie um, is there's like a significant that's built between Amy Adams' character and the aliens that is not necessarily built in the narrative with her husband, but because of the time element that's introduced, that story in the subtext, her and her husband, but the relationship of her like stripping her suit off and ending up so you got to think like that screen that they're the barrier that they're between on the other side of um and then the aliens invite her essentially to their side of things um which i guess can be argued is happening in her head but if if that's not the case then there's a certain chemical thing go circumstance going on there where they're like bring her closer into our world and what that is so like perhaps the fog that they're in is an excess of oxygen because of their chemistry or whatever that may be but i think in the story their relationship the the amy adams character i forgot uh louise and the aliens you know they're very closely connected in the same way that all the characters are connected by the end but that relationship is what makes this film really special, I think, is she's the fucking one. And it's not just yeah. because she's a linguist, it's because their life events are connected, you know, like that's it's such a beautiful sentiment. I think the aliens I can't even, put up oh. I think the aliens put up the barrier just to make it easier for the humans to Right, yeah. Them. Yeah. Because that's true, are, yeah. So, you know, the same the same way that we're cautious with the suits, you know, and she's the yeah. first one to strip it off. It's beautiful, man. It, this movie because is the, great. The aliens already know that she's going to do this moment. They're aware. They're giving us the weapon, the language. They're aware of what's going to happen. And I feel like it's like that uh, like contact moment of like, what what is easier for people to, like, what would make us feel safe if we saw a new alien race? A barrier. Like, it's like when we go see, like, a gorilla at a zoo. What makes us feel safe about going to look at a gorilla? It's a fucking glass environment because we know that gorilla can't get through it because it's so thick, you know? I mean, that's why I feel safe when I go to a zoo because those animals can't get to me and I know they're dangerous. There's, like, some uh, Star Trek theory type stuff, too, where they say that, like, any, any alien race that is able to build technology enough to build, like, starships, they've learned to get along in some way enough for this to happen. Yeah. And so that either it's through empathy or it's pure animal instinct maybe or it's it's a pure, you know, militaristic drive maybe, but they've they've learned to get along in some way. So there there is a possibility that it's completely out of empathy, which it seems to be the case with the heptapods. Yeah. I just feel like it was like more of a safety measure to introduce Amy Adams and um, you know, Jeremy Renner's character to them. And, you know, because at that point, people have already gone up there and seen them. Like, soldiers have already seen them. That makes them feel safe. I mean, any kind of protective barrier between me and someone else who I think is dangerous. Yeah. That's that I have a safe, like, I feel safe, you know? Did that bomb, um, the bomb that was set off, was that set off? Was that, that's the one that killed Abbott? Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. weird how that bomb. I would just think that that would be like an ant bite. Like it went through the barrier. Like right. How yeah, did right. how did that happen? 
the thing I think is is like one of them had to die to get the point across. Oh yeah, maybe they were lying. I feel like I feel like because like Amy Adams, Amy Amy Adams knows that she is going to have this daughter. That daughter is going to die, and then she tells Jeremy Renner's character that she knows this, and that's why he leaves. Just like Costello knows that Abbott has to die to make this point come across to Amy Adams, so that she can continue on here's, and make this progressive this progress here, happen. Here's the thing: when that when that door closes, or that if you whatever you can call a door, when it closes after they've been pushed into the shaft, that um, where the gravity is affected. When that door closes, there's a massive explosion still happening. So I guess I thought that um, Abbott either affected the barrier somehow in order to get them. Because you don't see, you see its hand up against the barrier to push them. But I guess once that door closes, you don't really see what happens on the other side of that. Yeah. I just yeah. felt, yeah, I that that for me is like, Stands out, but I guess my mind wants, my heart of hearts wants to think that perhaps the barrier was affected, or Abbott pushed himself farther or got closer to that explosion. Perhaps the explosion actually, I mean, it was a ton of C4. They brought up like three or four crates. Like, that's no joke. Yeah, but I mean, you it's know, just like, it's just like it's alien technology. These guys have right so, I mean, more than likely well, faster than yeah. light speed. Like I think even that's if you dropped thing. a fucking nuke uh, on them, they wouldn't even uh, be a fucking ant bite. That's yeah. how I view this kind of stuff. I mean, death process could also be lost in translation too. Maybe we're the true, true, aspect true. of the it's a voluntary aspect of that reality being expressed. You know, I mean, it's just it it it, it evokes such such great conversation this 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 film yeah. is like and after movie. after the explosion you don't really see the the other side of the the screen as we had right. seen before the next right. time you see the alien is right inside so but we don't really know if that glass is still there or whatever it is that's you know creating that barrier um okay. so, so maybe the the explosion did penetrate and now, sort of all that, uh, we, we, you know, excess o- oxygen, as Andrew yeah. called it, yeah. you know, is, is there. Because Costello did swim away before the bomb goes off. Where True they're that, to, yeah. They're trying to yeah. tell them that something's going on. Um, oh, I just the thought subtle that, like, details. I, Tapping I on the glass. Viewing. I think Costello had to stay behind and Abbott had to die to get this point across. Because sure. I feel like yeah. after that then point, when that, Abbott dies, know, like, yeah. that's when Amy Adams gets in the pod by herself and goes up to the spaceship. To have this conversation Beautiful conversation beast. with Costello, like knowing that like Abbott could be dead, and Costello is always the one throughout the film before this moment that's been kind of standoffish. Abbott's yeah. always been the one talking and like conveying these signals and stuff. And I don't know. I just I just feel like it was the aliens knew that this had to happen to get Amy Adams to make the book. You know, because at the end of the film, basically, she's created this dialogue. Like, so, because the aliens say at the end of the film that, like, in 3,000 years or whatever the fuck it is, that they'll need our help. That's so interesting, man. I love this uh, movie, man. It's so great. And then, like, like, if these two species, if one of them had to die to get her to realize what her purpose was on Earth, to have this daughter, to go through this, and have a divorce like the hardest things anyone can any human person can go through 
I can't imagine what it's like to lose a kid. I can't imagine what it's like to go through a divorce. You know, I don't think I can't imagine what podcast can't yeah. imagine what those things are like. <laughs> Like for those aliens interpreting those things, those are probably the worst things for a human to go through emotionally. And yeah. she has to go through all this and she has to accept that to get this point across that we're going to have to help these aliens in 3000. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. This movie's fucking and one, one thing that one thing that stood out is like, even though she experiences the tragedy of her, not only her child dying, but of her husband leaving and knowing what's going to happen her perception of it now she can she can reside in those moments on a whim at will you know the moments of her daughter's death the moments of her daughter daughter's life and the moments just meeting her husband and everything you know it's imagine in that 3000 year span humans becoming privy to this tool or this weapon or you know like what we're led to believe the lost in translation yeah i suppose she's going to teach others the language so that yeah you know oh, other people yeah. have this ability because she wasn't that's aware. like what they're trying to plant she's not aware of the fact that she changed history the yeah. moment when she changed history she's unaware of that fact until the moment she's reminded of it like oh i must have called you and this is and that you know it speaks to so many aspects of like our psychology and our perception of time it's that choice that too really... she has that choice of like she could say no like i don't want to have a kid i know what's going to happen yeah. but she chooses right. it because it's like it's that fundamental right. thing are the good times worth the bad and she says yes yeah. right knowing, that's like a, knowing... that's her that's her arc basically if you if she has an arc Knowing that when this language is, is understood by every human, they'll have the same choice, you know? It's like that's the defining aspect of your character is whether or not you're taking things as they come and with the understanding of the course of your life or the possibility to change it. But that's not even promised within this mythology. Like, you may have to accept what comes and just deal with it. If you if you're willing to know this language, yeah, like with the powerful. language, man. It's like the 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 language powerful. thing. Like, if even if you were to go to like in the middle of the Amazon, talk to one of those tribes, the uncontacted tribes has no yeah. relation to any other living language whatsoever. You could still say, you know, this is a head, these are fingers, this is water. What's the sky? You know, right. what's your name? Blah blah right. blah. But you go talk yeah. to these creatures. They don't yeah. have fucking hands. They don't even have eyes, it looks like. They have a different planet, maybe not even water. They swim around. They don't walk. Like, you're talking... Light. Yeah, no light. Yeah. Like, you're talking, like, the major, major problems with translation. And what they did yeah. was a... pretty amazing. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. great. Just great. They, you know, it's like we've never really seen a sci-fi movie this poignant in its expression of, like, time travel and aliens you know what i mean it's not right. about it's not about any of those things but all of those things at once yeah pieces to get the point across and it's just like on all accounts everybody who's involved with this film or just you know it's just they brought their best to it writers to fucking force whitaker to fucking i love how force whitaker had an affect on his accent that is yeah he sounded like he was from boston it's like it's like between that you know it's like east coast like upstate 
somewhere between Boston, New York, I don't know, like Yonkers, New York or something. But, um, you know, it's like those distinctions that are peppered throughout the film. Even Jeremy Renner, like I've yet to see him play this character. I've seen him in a bunch of different characters, but I've yet to see him play this like more subdued, like, You know he's he's a he's a side character in a lot of ways, but he's a useful side character, and he owns yeah. up to that, and he fucking really like he really like makes something out of this physicist, and he expresses his character without infringing on Amy Adams' character for being a mix of her character in some way. He's his own thing, and he works. I, lo- I love how he doesn't make her feel like she's stupid. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no. He's point. right there with he's her, just, man. He's, dude. Just, he's yeah. just trying to understand, like, what her field is because he is a different field entirely. Yeah. But in yeah. I love. I feel like he was like, I'm man. I'm smarter than you, woman. Yeah. There's no and competition. Yeah. And that's what I really liked about like Amy Adams' character is she basically controls all these men. It's like, even with Forrest Whitaker, she's like that story about the kangaroo. She's like, I made that shit up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, she's uh, like, that's I'm a legendary story, man. As a, yeah, so, uh, yeah. you know, I, this, this film's just fucking amazing, and I think everyone yeah. should see it. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just like, we could talk about this. There's an element of destiny wow. there, you know? Like, Dude, it, played, it, it played to every aspect of our psychology in terms of storytelling and narrative and stuff. One thing that stuck out to me was when Jeremy Renner's character was like, you know, you look at this like a mathematician. Yeah. And to me, that's like, if you're dealing with the precise science, then there's an absolute level of doubt within what you're doing. You know, it like speaks to the human condition. Well, let me tell and you, that... on, on, a, on a level, <laughs> on a, somebody that like busted their ass learning a language, when I was studying Japanese really hardcore in Japan, and you're like breaking down sentences, and this is here, this is here, this combines yeah. with this, and it equals this, I really felt like I was doing math. Yeah. Like I when I, and when he yeah. said that line, that was like, oh yep, yeah, that's that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much right. It sticks out. Yeah. That's the why I gave you fifteen dollars, you know, Andrew. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you, man. That was fucking great, man. Fucking great. The approach I, I, I... of character, like. Uh... And I hadn't seen a trailer, dude. I had not seen the trailer, and I was glad. I, I... I watched I watched this movie, and I was like, everyone at Super House needs to see this film. We will all love it. We will all we'll find something different that we all each individually love about it. Either the the sci-fi-ness of it, the creatures, the the fucking math, the breaking down of language, like, which I thought, Andrew, you would fucking, <laughs> fucking love out of all of it. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, like, even I, I found that I fucking loved it, too. Just, like, when that, that my favorite scene in the entire movie, I think, is when she's breaking down what is your purpose. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What each word means. Yeah. And I just, I fucking love that because in today's time of, you know, our current situation in America right now, is a lot of stuff I seem like is getting lost in translation or just reading people's Facebook yeah. quotes. And I, I remember reading earlier before, while we were starting this, Andrew, I saw you got into like some kind of argument with someone about like, you're like, dude, I don't even know what you're saying. This isn't even a sentence. And I, <laughs> yeah. it and I was like, this isn't a sentence. Like... It was a mess. It was a mess. And I was like, we can't even, I feel like today's like culture can't even write in a complete sentence to tell like what we mean. And I think that's a lot to do with texting because we just need to get this information out. 
and it was just like it's very prominent to what's going on also to point this film out is like what's going on in today's culture i also feel like rogue one is also a very cool movie to be coming out in uh-huh. december um because like while we're getting lost in translation with like what do people mean what are they saying it's like also like i feel like a lot of people have also been saying that like going out and protesting our president is a bad thing and you're not good people for doing it and i was like you can't tell like you should if you don't feel we need yeah we need the balance to be struck we need we need the opposition and we need the rebellion i totally agree yeah and like you need you need forces at play in order for stability to be the goal well every everyone has the right (laughs) to have their verse their voice be heard and if that's what you think is marching protesting doing whatever I think when it gets violent, it gets a very iffy situation, but I also don't think violence is necessarily... At some points in time, it is necessary. Things have been done yeah. in violent acts that have that have progressed to the good, but they've also regressed to the bad. So, do I think that time is now? Not necessarily, but... You know, it's just like, if you want to rebel and say your thoughts and let the country hear you... I'm all for it, you know. I also think we need to step back and learn learn the language that we're all speaking, and I think that's what arrival, seeing arrival, that's what it meant to me is like, almost like with the Democratic and Republican Party to base it on two levels is like speaking to an alien. Like if you're on the Democratic side, yep. speaking to a Republican is almost speaking to an yep. alien. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, man. I'm sure it's the same way. It really the is. Course. Like speaking it to really a Democrat. Being a Republican and speaking to a Democrat is also the same way. And the thing to realize know, is there are common goals. Yeah, that's then that's what's so great about Arrival to me was that there's a common goal we're all trying to reach, and what these aliens yeah. give us at the end of this movie is something to make our country better. Like yeah. my another that's one of my favorite scenes. so good is too one, is they don't. I'm gonna finish this up real quick. Sorry, I'm gonna finish this up. My other favorite sorry, scene is when Amy Adams meets the uh, what is it Korean Chinese. Chinese. Uh, Chinese. Uh, Shang. Uh, when they meet, and he said, you said these things to me. And then when you find out how that happened, you're just like, oh, my God. She basically created world peace. And Am- and she speaks fucking yeah. Mandarin, dude. Amy Adams speaks Mandarin. Yeah. and That oh, was, all, that was it, awesome. It, it, it was This movie was just like so much of like what we all need to sit down and do. And even if we're English speakers and that's always speaking, like that's always speaking in America, you know, like we need to sit down as a democratic party and a republican party and have this conversation we need yeah. to be we need to be loving people again i think if anything says anything about this election it's like we all need to sit down and talk yeah and there's going to be a lot of arguments i'm not saying it's going to be easy it's a spice of life but that's like when you watch arrival it's nothing but arguments from all sides of everything even around the world oh, dude and we're like we're in gotta, some terrible ass shit right now man dude uh, how the fuck, like, who the fuck in okay. Hollywood was like, we need a rival right now? Like, who's that motherfucker? Like, who's, like, pulling these strings? Because, like, a rival and Rogue One coming out in the same year, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? This election was rigged. They were going to sell <laughs> these movie tickets, dude. I don't know. I'm just kidding about that. But, uh, but maybe not. I don't know. But, uh, I don't know, man. I, I love this movie. I think it's great. I, I think the conversation we've had about it on this podcast says that it's a great film because I feel like we could go on talking for hours about 
everything we watch. Like, I'm sure once it comes out on DVD, we'll probably all get it, watch it again, and be like, oh my god, dude, did you notice this? Did you notice this shit? No, dude, did you see this shit? Did you watch this deleted scene? And we'll all be like, oh my god, this movie's fucking brilliant. And I feel like like when Rogue One comes out, we're all going to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, we need to rebel. Yeah. Look what they did. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm excited for films. And if anything, this election will get, bring us some great fucking music, man, and some great fucking films. True. Punk music's going to get better, too. Dude. All of it metal. metal baby. We have great. every reason to fucking fight back right now. That's fucking better than nothing. Dude, I'm all for it, man. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not all for it. 2016 was rough as fuck. I just want to say that. It, this year sucked. This is going to stand out as being a shitty year. Dude, it's. But 2017 is I, going to. Out rock. of all the people you could have taken, Gina, Jesus, you didn't take Donald Trump. You took Bowie. <laughs> man, and Leonard Cohen and nah, Prince. Oh. Just took Leon Russell. Oh. Leon Russell, yeah. Yeah. pick out my vinyl um, because I'm one of those guys uh, the track we're listening to now is Where Are We Now by American Sweet. Football this is LP2 by them they released an album in like 1999 and it was the fucking best emo album to ever come out and then they didn't do anything for fucking 15-16 years and then I think a month or two ago they released LP2 and it's emo was shit it's not what we listen to on here. It's sad. Fucking gets in those guts and like, ugh, just fucking tears you apart about all your relationships you've had with friends or like girlfriends or significant others. And just is like, oh yeah, I was a shitty dude, but I tried. I tried really hard. <laughs> you know, uh, I just, I, you know, for me, man, this album is just like what I was listening to when that album came out in 1999. And uh, like, I, I think I heard it in like 2002 or something, probably when I was like in college and stuff and i kind of listened to it a couple times was like man i want to listen to more metal and stuff kind of lost it and we keep going back to their first album but their new album dude just hit at the right time i was just like for me it's just great i love i love emo Uh, i don't even want to call it that i just want to call it indie rock but i i don't know man emo is just so like it's so close to me they they, 
they see they seeing and say a lot of stuff that like I constantly think about or like go through with like relationships or just everyday life and that's why I like this album man it's emo as fuck I have a confession to make I didn't listen to this whole album I listened to half a little over half maybe and I'm not one of those guys that or one of those people that whenever they listen to sad music it makes them happy I don't understand that shit when I listen to sad music I get sad that's just how it happens I do too so I couldn't listen. I could not listen to this album and have Trump win in the same week. So I just couldn't take it, dude. Um, as for emo, yes, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, I'm not the biggest emo fan myself, but I, I like their name a lot. But um, I don't know, man. I just don't know what else to say. Like, it just made me a little bit sad, and I I couldn't finish it. <laughs> somebody somebody else go. Sometimes I gotta be sad to work through my feelings, man. I guess so. It's a you know. Emo was there for. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed it pretty pretty well, and um, I'll definitely be listening to more of it. Stefan, I I I already know. I've listened to this. I've listened to the first third of this album three times, <laughs> and I already know that I love it. <laughs> oh my god and it's it's just um i was listening to it right before the show and i forgot about it as i do every week um but i was listening to it and i remember the first time i listened to it was like an npr live stream of it and it popped up on my facebook i fucking hit american football the first listen i was just yep. like i don't know first of all i don't know anything about emo music for the most part but the the point of relation that I made with this was what the fuck is going on oh sorry just uh, sorry about <laughs> hold on Tim go holding on us. holding holding um oh all I was saying was I don't know shit about emo uh but I did listen to Sparta for a you know a short time out of my college career and I feel like this is the band that Sparta should be if yeah. that was even a thing. I had little like nodes, little remembrances of the first Sparta album um, when I was listening to this, but this is so much more and so much better. Other than that, I know nothing about emo music, but um, I'm about three or four tracks into this album and I love, there's a groove to it that exists, you know, and the guy's voice, um, at first is like it's distinctly his own but then like that's what reminds me of sparta i think a lot is this guy's voice played against these like melancholy melodies and um but it has this like bounce to it and this attention paid to music musicianship musicality like the ability to compose um interesting music engaging music entertaining music emotionally poignant music you know what i mean like they make good music and this dude's voice comes off it's not you know it's not to say like it's perfect or it's not like you know it's not like gospel singer or michael jackson or anything like that but it's it's um it's aware of itself and it sits there comfortably confidently as it plays along with this really really well orchestrated music i love this album i've only listened to about half of it but so far, I really have enjoyed it, and I think 
in the days to come and weeks to come, there's going to be a lot of the lyrical content that I begin to relate to. Like one thing I advocate about anybody is feel your feelings and definitely find music that correlates to your feelings. And emotionally I'm connected to what they're putting out. American football LP two motherfuckers. Please tell <laughs> over. I just want to read <laughs> off the song titles to everyone that's listening. <laughs> Side A, where are we now? Question mark. My instincts yep. are the enemy. Home is where the yep. haunt is. Born to lose. Yep. That's side A. Side B, Good I've been God. so lost for so long. Give me the gun. <laughs> I need a drink or two or three. Desire gets in the way. Everyone is dressed up. If this isn't a fucking emo album, I don't know what the fuck is. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty, pretty emo, yeah. Yeah, We're I mean, talking about is... human fucking beings here. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, uh, for me, it was just, I don't know, man. It's just like the, this band and like this album resonates with a lot of things just I've been through previously in my life or going through right now. And I think that's like most like emo music, which is just emotional music. I think it just gets a, a bad title of emo and people are like, oh, I don't want to listen to emo. That sounds that sounds gay i don't i don't know like that's dumb i don't like it but it's just like you know some guys just like haven't like i feel like most metal music or any other music you listen to is probably screaming about or yelling about the same thing it's just like these guys decide to make like really great melodies and sing really softly <laughs> so um it's definitely worth listening to i really enjoy it uh i know it's a little different for the, the superhouse podcast we well, one thing I wanted to... We're like a metal... Uh, we listen to a lot of metal on here, and we do. Don't get me wrong. We listen to a lot of metal on here. We love yeah. it. Ah. one thing I, I wanted to say was... You know, some other stuff. Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Damn. I was waiting for you. I'm ready. <laughs> one thing ready. I wanted to say was that the, the gang vocal elements to some of the songs, I love that, man. Like, it's not just this one dude feeling it. He's like... These are my boys. We're a band, and we're feeling it too. And those little gang vocal moments to accent parts of the verse and parts of the chorus, so well placed. They're so well thought out. Like these motherfuckers make good music, man. I, I agree you know, totally. I, yeah, I I, I, I really because this album for like a couple weeks now. So. Yeah, my my closest um, connections were. Day, which I know in my heart of hearts are totally different bands but that's like where I make the connection and this for me is like really new so like when I've heard people describe it as emo and you know even NPR described them as emo I'm just like damn I think I need to make like a journey down the emo fucking road because <laughs> I don't really know what that means but this stuff is really like very well made and sincere and it, it made it so entertaining for me every song i was just like bobbing my head like if it's a hip-hop song or something um but it's but it's Jeez. you know it's this style it's emo or it's whatever it is indie rock or whatever but i'm just like this is good music like flat out yeah i loved it i'm glad that everyone else who's listened to it i mean it was joe and stefan i think andrew hated it <laughs> no, I didn't hate it. I just wasn't in the mood for it because of the fucking current events. Just kidding. Uh, I feel like I don't know. I just I've been into it. I've liked them since like 
that first record's come out or when I first heard it and been waiting for something else to come out by those guys, but I never thought anything else would, and now they have something new, and I was like, why not? Let's talk about it. Let's see. I hate that I actually planned this during the worst time in American history. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, no, don't don't feel bad. Up. It's just me. It's just me. No. I, but, uh, if it wasn't and, for I bands mean, like American football. Who knows what the fuck's going to happen in the next couple of years anyway. It could be way worse than today, than what's going on right now. But, Our emotions will dictate the course of our lives. This Maddie's is just yet music, another I feel mean. like, is too... I feel like since it's called Maddie's music, I have to give stuff that I'm listening to and not necessarily be like, oh, I'm listening. I have to listen to metal all the time. And I just try to play it like true to the heart, man. Like, what am I listening to currently? What are what are my jams right now? Did you fart? Did I? Sounded like I somebody farted. did. <laughs> well, that's the second time. Joey is the reigning king of that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well. <laughs> Maddie's right, music. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, I will just say uh, for next Maddie's music is the band Health. The album will be called Death Magic. Okay. Right. Looking it up. It is great. Yeah, me too. It's a fantastic it. band. It's to me. It's like, what if my bloody Valentine. The members of My Bloody Valentine who made the album Loveless were in the club scene, but on the but on the weekdays listened to metal music. That's what I would sum this up as. All right. Interesting, right? Everyone's yeah. interested. Everyone wants to listen. Okay. You have yeah. my attention. Yeah, buddy. So um, I'm pretty excited to see how that one turns out. To all the listeners out there, this was episode 40 of Superhouse. We had some good guests, uh, Nikki Hunter and uh, Abby Policow. Thank you for coming on. And uh, fucking metal. Metal. Yeah. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. <laughs> yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. And that's pretty tight. <laughs> that's the coolest thing. <laughs> Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. <laughs> if you and we can make money. What? <laughs> if you donate a thousand dollars, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what'll happen? Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> you get to go on a date with one of us for ten thousand dollars. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for twenty thousand dollars. A million, I'll give you Joey for a weekend. <laughs> For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>